What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 53, Menace and the Man. Hi. Stay on the man. Dennis yep. the Menace Bermudez. Yep, that's me. How are you today, Menace? Uh, I'm a little upset. What are you upset about? Because I thought we were going to be bikers. What are we? I, I didn't say I was going to be a biker. You told me to be a biker. Along with you. No? Or I told you to be a biker? Well... I was supposed to be a biker, and you were supposed to be a biker. Yeah, but I thought you were going to be like a rock and roll biker. Oh, that kind of biker? Yeah. No. That's how this I was. A real, this is a real biker right here. Someone who rides a bicycle. Well, isn't that a cyclist? Yeah, you're right. It's actually from a movie. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie uh, Super Troopers. Of course I have. When the uh, state trooper is dating the town cop, mm-hmm. and they meet up in secrecy. And she comes to the table, and she's dressed as a, as a Holly Davidson biker, and he's dressed as a cyclist, and he's oh. like, oh! A biker. A biker! Yes. Yeah. Yes. That should have been us. She could have been us. I, oh, so I should have been a hardcore biker, and you would have been the cyclist. Right. All right, well, SpongeBob works, too. No? What's, what's SpongeBob say? All right, I'm going to head out. And then he leaves. There's, like, a lot of memes with that, right? Apparently. I didn't realize it until I wore the costume out the other night after uh, Menace's Halloween blowout 2019. Yep. How was your party? It was pretty good. Yeah, it was a little shindig. A little beer pong action. What, do we have like 20 people there, you think? Um, 20, maybe 30. Yeah. Yeah, maybe 30. Like five friends of yours. Yep. A lot of your your chicks, lady friends people a little partying crowd the best was uh rob labiento made it out shout out to rob labiento yep. strength, well, coach. strength performance haven't seen rob in forever he was there mm-hmm. so yeah did you watch uh you didn't watch any fights though this weekend no. uh the bellator was pretty good other than actually the main event was kind of a dud frank mia versus roy nelson how'd that go did you ever see the first fight Frank Mir just did the same exact thing. Actually, was calf kicking the shit out of him and just outworking him. Take him down, submit him? No. Decision. People are now calling for um, Roy Nelson to retire. How it was going to play out is the loser of that fight was going to be getting the you should retire business, but they're giving it to Roy Nelson at the moment. Well, he lost. Yeah, and he's also been on a little bit of a skid lately, but, you know, he's still up there. He's a big country, dude. But I'm saying even as Bellator heavyweights, they don't have that many heavyweights, so I don't think they should be telling anyone <laughs> to retire, you know? Right, hey, hang in anything. Hey, don't retire. Hang in there. Yeah, hang we in there. We need you. Just give, they need to give them, like, a, <clears throat> if anything, like, you know how they build names off of other fighters? Yeah. They didn't build Frank Mir off Roy Nelson. He's already Frank Mir. Right. So they need to give Roy Nelson to a young up-and-comer right. or, like, a guy that hasn't been introduced to the public yet. I agree. But yeah, our boy Jake Hager, our past guest, he, uh, did you see highlights of that? Nope. Um, just need the guy a few times. And then you ever see those groin strikes when the guy acts? (coughs) Where it's like, you see it and you're like, oh, that was probably a groin strike. And do they suck? Yes. But the dude did like a flailing, like, oh, Faced out, yeah, he got it. It wound up being a no contest. Uh, at, at first, I I thought it was gonna be a DQ, 
and then it wound up being a no contest because I guess it's up to the referee. But the referee gave him a warning and was like, you do it again, I'm going to have to deduct a point. And then he did it again, and instead of deducting a point, he just uh, made it a no contest. But at one point— Yeah, but could the guy fight? He, You'd have to see it. Like, uh, I know Jake Hager posted it a few times. Like, But the, the, the one that stopped the fight hit him in the balls. But the guy put on a big like, act after he got hit in the balls. But then earlier in the fight, he got hit with one like in the thigh— and he tried to make it like it was a low blow. And the referee was like, nope, that was thigh. I saw it. And then they kept going. And then Jake Hager just sent one right up the middle, hit him in the groin. But the dude immediately, like, face planted and made he it like. He was losing, though. Um, Yeah, it wasn't he even. He saw it as a way out. Yes. That's, yeah, it wasn't even that competitive or that deep into the fight. Like, they didn't even fight that much, you know. But oh. like he probably felt Jake Hager's strength, and, like, Jake Hager was just muscling him around a little bit. But he was a big dude. He was, like, 6'5", yeah. 265. He wasn't a little heavyweight. Damn. Yeah. But shout-out to Jake Hager. Yep. Hopefully he uh, gets another one soon. Who's the other one? Um, Then they had another event. They had Diego Lima versus Roy McDonald. How'd that one play out? Um... Lima won, no? Lima won. Rory won last time by, like, a controversial decision. And then Lima won this time. And now, but they were fighting for a million dollars. That's the big thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was the finals of the Bellator welterweight tournament. Oh, so Bellator's giving out a million dollars. Bellator's giving out a million dollars. They gave him the big check, 50 cent fucking... Spritzed him like he was a stripper with a bottle of, like, uh, cognac or something. Now, I mean, you're not, a, like, a real fighter, but, like, you just fi- finished fighting. Someone fucking sprays you with alcohol. Like, is that cool? Or are you like, yo, man, like, why shouldn't I smack you in the face? It's 50 Cent. He might have a gun. I don't, like, I don't know. I feel like that's... You know what? If it was like a hot girl, fucking, like, yeah. okay, she, whatever, she gets a pass. But like another dude, I don't know, who like thinks he's already better than you. Yep. Because he's more rich and shit. Yeah. I don't know. To me, that's like a little bit of a smack in the face. You would have been like, I'm good, 50. Like, yo, I mean, or like take the bob out of his fucking hand, fucking spray him with the shit. Oh, so yeah, he doesn't have the picture up. <laughs> Lima, but 50 Cent has the picture up. Let me find this. Yeah, he fucking sprit. He shook the bottle up and spritzed them. Fifty Cent don't care. Apparently, they're they're in deep with Fifty Cent. Like I don't know if he has a hand. See right here. I don't know if he has like a hand in coming up with the money or something. But I know he like his liquor company or whatever sponsors the event. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's too upset. The girls. Well, he's got a million dollar check. Yeah. But yeah, he like sprayed him like he was a stripper. Have you ever sprayed a girl like with a bottle like that? Nope. Who? What were we talking about the other day? Oh, when the girl tapped the guy's beer, and the guy just turned his beer. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But it was a good Bellator card. Your boy Fumi Nakuda. Oh, he he looked like I like poetry. Yeah. Why you, you saw? I saw clips? a highlight like. Like one one two, dig the three of the body. Yeah. The guy fucking was hurt by it. Yeah, he won a like a thirty twenty six type decision. 
pretty dominant performance Damn. in his Bellator debut. He's really good. Yep. Uh, what do we call her, Rebecca or Orion? She didn't do. She didn't fare too well. Yeah, I heard the posts, the comments were not very flattering. I mean, overall funny. Yeah, I was even watching, like, like, like good, like pun intended. Yeah. Comments from who? From um, like anybody? People? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's taking a worse pounding. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh no. Yeah, I guess you know you you set yourself up for that type of shit when you're in that game. But you know what we got to do? Like I was saying to some people, we got to get like. If we're going to get porn stars on or strippers, we got to go for, like, our kind of porn stars or strippers. Right. Or my kind. I won't throw you under the bus, but my kind. Which we're capable of pulling off, so we're going to have to work on that. And then, um, did you watch the... You didn't watch it because it was early in the morning. Maya vs. Ben Askren? Right, we spoke about it. Yeah. And then Ben Askren did, um... Ariel Hawani, and he kind of expressed like he was thinking about retirement. I almost uh, now that's what it I is. almost reached out to him like, "Hey man, come on," or we could get him on later. Like, because the same reason why he's like thinking about retiring is why I retired. Yeah, and me and you talked about it before he even said it. Just kind of like he came to UFC, like he could be the champion. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he was a winner he, against. He Mas came Vidal in. Away. He came in. He beat uh, Robbie Lawler, but it was like, you know, he got his ass beat for a second, then pulled out a win, which is like, all right, you know, there's a lot, a lot of people thought it was suspect and like, whatever is bullshit. Yeah, but at the end of the day, he came in first fight against a very tough Robbie Lawler and figured it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, figured out how to get his hand raised through adversity. So I'm like, all right, goes against Masvidal, gets flying need. You're like, okay. He, yeah. he they actually didn't fight. He just got flying need. That was it. He yeah. didn't actually. It wasn't actually. I mean, yes, it was a technically a fight, but like, got caught. Yeah, whap. Yeah. You know. And yeah. then he goes out against Maya, a whole different type of fighter, and gets submitted. And now but, I love Masvidal. So now even if someone's gonna say like, oh no, Masvidal trained that knee. Yeah, you train to punch someone in the face, too. Right. If you happen to connect early in the fight, like Cejudo caught Dillashaw, that fight doesn't play out that same way every time. You know what I mean? Right, right, Like right. him versus Masvidal Askren doesn't play out with they fight 10 times, it ends with a flying knee five seconds each time. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Um, but, yeah, uh, and a lot of people give him shit. Like I saw, like, Colby and a bunch of people say, like, Oh man, that's rough for Ben Askren. You know he's zero and three in the UFC because he was getting fucked up by Robbie Lawler. Oh yeah. But then he came back, and then even a little controversy there with like the arm going limp and whatnot. But that's a win. Yeah. But then um, he, it's tough too because the Maya fight, like he said, he made a mistake, and he did. Like he was gassing Maya out and got to the point where he started fucking Maya up on the feet. Right. Where I felt like Maya was getting the better of the exchanges early on, and then Maya gassed. Yeah. Started fatiguing. And and what it is with Ben, too, is like he's not a spring chicken. Like he's like, I think he's like maybe four years older than me or three years older than me or some shit like that. I think he's 35. Yeah. So like, you know, he's been beating on his body and really getting after it for some time now, you know. 
And now for him to get a title shot, he's yeah, he's thirty five. Ask he's three solid wins away. You know what I'm saying? Like three, like notable, like really good guys away. Yeah. And you even know? after the Masvidal fight, they dropped him down. So he was like number five when he fought Masvidal. They dropped him down to ten or whatever, nine, once he fought Maya. And then he dropped. Now I'm sure he's going to drop again after that one. Yeah. But, like, you know this. Like, from- Oh, oh, and what he said on the Ariel Hawani interview that I really, really fucking – it touched me a lot was, like, do I like fighting? Not really. I just so happen to be good at it, and, it's, you know, it pays good money. He's like, I love wrestling, and I felt the same way. Yeah. Like, wrestling was, like, my fucking love of my life that got away, that, like, I couldn't do anymore because, you know, I got kids and shit like that, and wrestling doesn't fucking pay the bills. Yeah, you expressed it the one time. MMA was your side chick. MMA was just, like, eh, like, you know, like, wrestling's my main love, and she fucking moved across the country, you know what I mean, to, to you know. She moved to another country where I can't be with her because I have kids here. And, and like, MMA. And, like, and MMA is like, you know. I like fucking. The girl in the I next like town fucking. over yeah, who's I like, like so I'm gonna go convenient, this. you know. Yeah. Makes me feel good about myself when I want it. And, you know. Yeah. But, like, I knew I didn't truly love her. And then what was also tough about it is, like I said, Askren wasn't going to fade the same way Maya was fading. Maya, like, was hitting the wall on the feet. You know, like, yeah. you saw him, like, every motion was getting slower and slower. And then. Just to do that, what wrestlers do, just to seal the round, yeah. Askren took him down. Maya, and you know this even from being a high-level grappler, yeah. you can almost, exhausted striking is a little different than exhausted grappling, especially when you're, re- you're really fucking good at jiu-jitsu. So he took Maya down, and Maya was like, oh, I'm really tired, but I could still do jiu-jitsu. Right. So yeah. the second they hit the ground, Maya went for a leg lock. Ben tried to defend it by, like, giving up top position a little bit. Maya scrambled, wound up taking his back. And then, like, his squeeze, that's something I was talking to people about. His squeeze must be ridiculous. Maya's. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, he probably... But, like, the way a... the way Ben Askren squeezed is ridiculous, and he, he's busting watermelons. I'm sure Damian Maya can bust some watermelons. For sure. Like, he had... He finished the Rennick choke like this. Like, it wasn't even locked up. He wasn't pushing Askren's head forward, nothing. He just had the one arm for a minute. Askren was, like, defending, and then Maya just, like, posted his arm, his hand on his arm wherever he could and just fucking squeezed. Askren tried to tap, and he only got, like, one tap in before he went, like, temporarily out. Yeah. So, very impressive performance from Damian Maya. But even him, like, we were talking about it before the fight. He's at that point where I, I wish he would have. He called out Diego Sanchez after the fight. Which, I mean, I love Diego, but that's an easy win. He's just trying to get a payday, I feel. Yeah, that's an easy win. And then even Jorge Masvidal said, he's like, if I win or when I win the title and I can call the shots, I'm fighting Damian Maya again and giving him a title shot because he wants that rematch. Because you remember that fight, him versus Maya? Masvidal Maya was like, Maya wanted nothing to do with the stand-up, kept taking uh, Askren down. Competitive fight, and then like no, the, not Ashton Masvidal, 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 right. and then the third round, Masvidal started fucking him up, like almost got a ten eight round in the third round, and then right. the, the scores wound up being a split decision, right? But fucking Maya, I wish he would have just went out on that win. What just now? Yeah, you know. What do you mean? Well, for him too, like I think he's in it to be a champion, and he's not beating Colby, he's not beating Usman, he's not beating Woodley. 
So no matter what, there's going to be. Yeah, but the thing is, is like Masvidal said, I would hang out for that. Like, mm-hmm, fight mm-hmm. Diego Sanchez, beat him, let Masvidal hopefully get the title. Does like, Masvidal get it done, though? Like I. Well, I mean, you just... I mean, you just sit on that and, like... Yeah, and just wait it out, I guess. That's your, you know... Yeah. But then that's one of those things. That's like, your chance. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If not, you know... Uh, it's a tough one, though. And on a, on a win over Diego Sanchez. Yeah, even that. I'd love to see him fight Diego and just call it there. Like, you know how sometimes you have, like, admiration or respect for a guy? You don't want to see him just work his way back up the rankings just to take another beating. You know what I mean? He's going to be older. If he fights Woodley, Usman, or Colby again, he's just going to be older and slower and not as polished when he fights them again. Yeah. It's not going to get prettier. When they all three of them like soundly kind of like fucked him up. Just made him look bad. Like I think it was Woodley. He was like 0 for 22 in takedown attempts. Damn. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I remember that. Askren was doing good. Like he had it. And then he even said on the Helwani, he was like, I made the mistake of taking him down. Like, had I not taken him down, probably could have just stayed on the feet and fucked him up. It's what he knows. It's what he trains to do, you know? Yeah, his instincts, I guess you could say. Yeah. He just went for that takedown. But, yeah, like I was saying, I just, I really, what he was saying about, like, yeah, retirement's uh, it's definitely crossing my mind. Yeah, you know how I love hitting Ben Askren up. I actually didn't. I don't want to hit him up after a loss, so I didn't hit him up and ask yeah. him to come on the show. I saw the Helwani did, or maybe Askren reached out to him and was like, "I'll come on the show," and I was like, "Oh, that'd be interesting." Yeah, he, and that's something that I heard Helwani say, and it's so true about Ben Askren. Nobody handles a loss better than Ben Askren, or at least at that level that you've seen. Usually, guys kind of go into seclusion. Um, I think Ben's very rational. Yeah. But yeah. also, I mean, he never lost before, so we didn't know how he would deal with a loss. Right. And now he's dealing with it fucking well. But then I heard twice I, over. Yeah. And then I heard Chael say um, something along the lines of he doesn't know how good Ben Askren is with his money, but Ben Askren's wife apparently is good with the money. Mm. So like, at, well, and he made money in Asia. Like okay. he used to make good money when he was in one championship. Yeah. And apparently he was smart with his money. So like, I'm pretty sure. His wrestling, the, what is it, the rest, re- AWA is it? Yeah, the Askring Wrestling Academy. They're successful. I know he just opened up another one. Like, he doesn't need to fight. So that's, I guess, why. Well, what he was saying is like, you know, and, and I get it too, is like the amount of energy that fighting takes out of you and the abuse your body takes as well isn't, you're not compensated for it financially. It's not like, you know what, well, I could do this for 10 years. And just put my body through it mentally and physically. And then, you know what? Chill. Yeah. Well, him too. I mean, like. Or not just chill, just, you know. Like, not to work a regular job. Yeah. And even him too. I'm a big Ben Ashton fan. I don't want to see him fucking take abuse, you know. He's very smart. And, you know, he's definitely a higher profile fighter, you know. Yeah. Um, He's he'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But like we've talked about it, um, he took some heavy damage in that Maya fight, or not the Maya fight, the Lawler fight. He did take some good damage in the Maya fight, but when you get shut off like that, we don't really know the repercussions of that. Like the Masvidal fight, 
the flying knee, the the two or three you know what? big I shots think, afterwards. I think it's it's probably much less than a boxing fight. <clears throat> oh, definitely. Oh, you know what we forgot to do too? Last episode that we could just do right now, real quick. We'll just sh- send out condolences to Patrick Day. Yeah, we got a little tied up last week. We wanted to do almost like a moment of silence before or whatever, say something about it. But yeah, boxing's really rough. We need to get Al Jerry back on to talk about how fucking rough boxing is. Yeah, for sure. Because now that's a couple we t- we touched on a little bit a few episodes ago, but that's a few guys recently that have had some sh- serious shit happen to them in boxing. Yeah. Like actually, I haven't even checked on John Pasquale. Isn't, isn't that the second guy? Like in like, it's a few, like a couple months. Yeah. That like either brain damage or. Yeah. Well, the one dude, John Pasquale, I know he like fought, and then I don't think he, he he's still alive, but he ha- immediately like slipped into a coma for a couple days. Yeah, had to have like emergency brain surgery, all that shit. I don't get it. I guess it's the uh, because like we talked about. Is it? It must be the standing eight counts, or here. Here's what I think. I could be wrong. I think it's you know MMA fighters come around these boxing gyms like, hey, I want to work on my stand up. They get around these boxers, start working things. They start hanging out a little bit. Like, oh man, like how do you cut weight? Oh, like that? You're an idiot. Do yeah. it like this. Because I know a lot of bikes boxers. You know, I've spoken to Al Jiri. He's like, man, boxers don't cut nearly as much weight as you MMA guys do. Yeah. You know? And I could see, you know, an MMA guy hanging out with a boxer or a boxer hanging out with an MMA guy and be like, man, you're you're successful in your sport. How do you do it? Oh, you're cutting this much weight? And you feel good the next day? Oh, all right. Uh, Maybe. I'm just... So you're saying maybe... I'm just saying with the expansion of MMA, now we're saying this in boxing. Like guys getting brain damage and fucking... So you're saying maybe the guys are a little healthier, they're hitting a little harder because they're not cutting as much weight? No, what I'm saying is these guys are cutting more weight to get to a lighter weight class, maybe. In MMA? No, in boxing. Oh, Because so no, now yeah. they're around these MMA guys that cut a ton of weight. Oh, so you're saying now maybe they're cutting more weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean— And we've spoken about this. The water has to come from somewhere when you get right. to a certain point. And if you're all ripped up already, it's going to start coming from your muscles, your brain. What do you think? So I feel like boxing is like, all right, so remember how you guys are fighting 8-ounce gloves? 10 ounces. Well, they do 8-ounce and then 10-ounce, I'm pretty sure. For the heavier guys. Yeah, depending on the weight. I forget yeah. what weight class it goes up. But like after like maybe 170 or 180 goes up. You think to, they're just, they should just do 10 ounce across the board? Well, I don't. I I mean, I don't. I think they should. I don't know. Bare knuckle fight. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying what I think they're going to do. It's a, it's like a slippery slope almost. Like fighting's not good for your brain. And then if they do something to the gloves or add more weight to the gloves or something like that, then there's not going to be knockouts. And that's like what? Oh shit! You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so everyone went crazy when Askren landed, uh, got hit with that knee from Masvidal. But the reality is, like, ooh, we don't really have a scale to measure the amount of CTE he just got or how fucked up he just really got. But he definitely just got fucked up. Right. And then the two or three shots after, like, um, what's that guy? Jeremy Stevens. Like he's it's always one of the most vicious knockouts I've seen. Like uh, yeah. when he beat that guy Josh Emmett. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say me. No. I'm, just, I'm kidding. Like, he didn't flatline you. No. You know what I mean? You were still, like, a minute, 30 seconds after the fight, you were like, well, just, you, you were fucked up. You are like, why'd you stop it, you know? Josh Emmett, they had to be like, wake up, wake Here, up. smell this. Smelling salt, yeah. Like, he got knocked out, and then he got hit with, like, two or three shots afterward that, like, broke his face. But, like, we don't have a scale to register that CTE. He definitely left the fight and said, yeah, you have a concussion. Yeah. And now we know from football, like, a concussion leads to CTE. The thing is, is, like, after all of my fights, or there's never been a time I went to the doctor or something like that and, like, yeah, you've had a concussion. Never. I don't, like, no. Like, no one's told me, like, maybe it's like, yeah, you definitely did. What do you mean? Like, yeah. well, we don't have to tell you. But, like, but no one's actually told me. So, like, have I su- suffered a concussion? Like, indefinitely, but, like, I don't know when or how. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how? I mean, my head got hit, but. Well, now, a real comment or a real question I can ask you as a professional fighter have you ever felt a thing like that? Like, oh, you know, I'm having a little... Like, I've fallen and, like, hit my head on the ground as a young kid and being like, the you know, fucking Stars. place is spinning. But, like, is that a concussion? Probably. Like, I don't know. Like, I haven't... I'm pretty sure there's, like, degrees even to a concussion. Like, they say any shot in the head kind of gives you a concussion. Like, I've hit my head and go, it goes, ding! <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I've seen stars. I've seen double. Yeah. I've forgotten things after my head's been hit. Well, that was one of the funny but, things you said, too, when Todd Duffy fought. Remember that one fight with Todd Duffy? Yes. Where he kind of quit. He was saying, like, I'm seeing double. And then you commented on, like, Twitter, and you told me. You were like, I see, oh. I've been hit and seen double. I would never tell the fucking referee. I would yeah. never tell the doctor, anyone. No. Yeah. I mean, maybe that makes me stupid. I don't know. I'm just trying to win. Yeah. No, you're a fucking warrior. That's all that was. I'm not saying Todd Duffy's not a warrior, but in that fight, you know, it seemed like he wanted like, out a little bit. How did you not know they're going to be like, yep, we're going to, like, wait, you're seeing double? All right, maybe we give him an extra point so it's fair now. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, like, that's a thing that I've seen across the board. You can't say to the referee or the doctor. You can't say I can't see, and you can't say I'm seeing double. Yeah. Right when you say that. They almost go into like, uh, did he really just say that? Because I have to stop the fight. Now, <laughs> right, you know? right. And I've seen like referees, like even her. Yeah, Bean. don't say I don't, I don't feel. Don't say I'm nauseous. Yeah. Don't say I'm dizzy. Yeah. And I've seen those moments where like Herb Dean or Mergliata, they'll give the guy that that opportunity. Like, wait, did you really just say that? You didn't really just say that, right? And then they'll go double down on it and be like, Nah, I said I'm, I'm dizzy right now. Biking home is too much for you. Well, I just, you know, I think they got the gist if they're watching this swung. Yeah. I'm a fucking bicyclist. I think they'd get it, yeah. Even, but, like, even with I've, the go- I've, I've gone into, like, where they check you out before you fight, like, the physical after you make weight. Yeah. And there's been shit on me that's been fucked up, and they're like, does this hurt? And they're pushing on something. And I'm like, oh, man, if you weren't a pussy and you press a little harder, <laughs> yeah. You know, but like you didn't. I'm like, feels fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys go into fights super fucked up. Ugh. And that's just part of the sport. Anything bothering you? Like, nope. My thumb's not fractured. We're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time when I competed and I had a blown out ankle. As they started doing pre fight physicals, they were like, everyone, you have to, they started making guys do a squat. Ugh. 
And I couldn't, I was like, and I tried to do a squat and I couldn't do a squat because my ankle was so bad. I could not do a squat. So I went to the back of the line and I was like, man, I think my fight's going to get pulled right now. And then when I got up, the doctor checked me out and was like, you're all good. Yep, you're good. He, and I was like, no squad. He's like, no, nah, uh, no, nah, you're good. And I was just, like, ran so away from So it's crazy him. about you and that scenario. He's like, you actually are stupid. Yeah. You weren't getting paid. I think, didn't you have to pay to actually fight? You had to pay, like, your fucking, um, your licensing, licensing fee? Yeah. I had to pay for a physical licensing fee, yeah. I get you prepared for it, and you wanted to fight, and you were prepared to oh fight. Oh, my God. No, I'm a fucking idiot. I should have pulled out weeks before, and I stayed in. Even like funny story, it was LaFlair who injured me. And then I remember I got staff. Like I trained through the injury and I got staff. And you remember how Depot like doesn't get anything. Right. Depot was like, I was like, I can't train. I have staff. And Depot was like, come train with me. I won't get it. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, I'm good. And then I came in and trained like for like two weeks just with Depot. That's wild. With like fucking... A, fun- a, a nasty fungus that I actually have a scar still on my arm from. Yeah, you're sick. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I thought I, I thought I was going to win, but it didn't, didn't go well. But hindsight's always twenty twenty. Where were we going? We were talking about something before we got into Todd Duffy and how... No, nah, we were just talking about injuries and concussions and CTE and that type of shit. Oh, because... And we were talking about how the, you then you segued into when ben. doctors have touched you and whatnot. Right. But I was just saying because how... Because the blow that Ben... Yeah. So I, we'll get on uh, my homie Andy Galplin maybe next week or some shit, and we'll fucking pick his brain on it. Oh, why? He is a... No, he just is very smart. Okay. So I'm going to go with that. What's his actual job title? He's the exercise science, uh, like head of exercise science at Cal State Fulton. All right, so he definitely knows something about the brain. Yeah. He, work- he, like, he like loves working with fighters and shit like that. He's passionate about fight science and shit like that. Hmm. Oh, one other thing I saw on it. It's up on the screen. See Sam Alvey had to pull out of that Shogun fight. Oh, he did? Why? Broke his hand. Oof. Yeah. Ooh, we got some actually big fight. And I see Claudia Gadelia had to pull out of her fight with Cynthia Calvillo. Ankle injury, it says. But then um, you see they made Uriah Faber versus Peter Yan. Yeah, I don't like that fight. Oh, Uriah's not playing no games, though. I mean, I get it. Like, Uriah wins that fight. He's fighting for a title. Is he? What do you mean, is he? I mean, he... Peter Yan is a fucking animal. So, all right. So, you know, it's like, all right, well, you know, he beat him and he beat him. Yeah. Like, fucking Uriah lost to uh, the guy that I beat to get in the house. Why am I drawing a blank? Jimmy Rivera. Jimmy Rivera. Jimmy Rivera lost to Peter Yan. So, what... So time goes by and you got better. And now you're gonna beat this like up and coming guy who's actually getting better. Yeah, could be the case of like I, I know Peter Yan's a fucking beast, but maybe Jimmy Rivera had an off night against Peter Yan, but then Jimmy Rivera also lost to Aljamain. So that one and even that that 135 division is a little bit of a mess. So Cejudo, Dana White was like, "You're fighting Benavidez next," and Cejudo was like, "Eh, I think I'm gonna fight Dominic Cruz or Uriah Faber next." That's who Cejudo wants to fight. So obviously, or Aldo. So Cejudo is rooting for a name to emerge from this. He's not trying to fight Peter Yan. He's not trying to fight Benavidez. He's not trying to fight Aljamain. He's trying to fight an, an old school guy. And then that's another one. So you got Peter Yan's going to beat Uriah Faber, most likely. I mean. Yeah. It's a talk. It's, you know, prop, like, 
Prop, props and balls of steel to Uriah that he's going to fucking well, no, take I mean, that fight. Uriah looked one. awesome in his last fight. So, I mean, who knows? And Ricky Simon, the guy he beat, is good. But yeah, who knows? It could be. I don't know if he's Peter Yan good. And then um, we were talking about this the other day. Because you saw the thing and you were like, Marias is going up. And I was like, nope, Aldo's going down. Which is nuts because I remember. He couldn't make 45 and he was he going He was up having trouble at 45 and wanted to go up to 55. Yeah. And then uh, I saw Aljamain post something about that. Like, how is this fight even happening at 135? And I posted to him. I'm like, either Aldo's, this is like off the sauce Aldo or it's vegan Aldo. Because there's no way that you had trouble making 45. Now you're older. Now you're older and you're going to 35. It's not. Yeah. How is that possible? You're very into working out. You know a lot about nutrition. How is that possible? Unless you're just going to kill yourself. He used to kill himself to make 45. Or like, is, is there something like. Is he in his head? Like, did they used to fucking fuck around when they're younger? And like, you're my little brother. I do what I want. Um, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. For example, like, let's say my younger brother, who's actually my younger brother, like, was a 35-pound champion, and I'm like, I could kill myself, and I'll still fucking beat. You know what I mean? Like, Marias has been in the States for a minute, so I don't know how much. I know he was just pretty much a Muay Thai guy when he lived in Brazil. Like, he didn't really start training MMA and jiu-jitsu, like, until he came to America. Like, he's been here since he was, like, one and one as a pro. Right. Maybe even his whole career. I'd have to check into it, but I'm pretty sure he's been here. You know, if he's got 30 fights, he's been in the States for 26 of them. Like, I know him and Barbosa both both moved to the States from Brazil, like, 2008, 2007. Yeah. And they both lived in South Florida at first before they moved up to Jersey. Ooh, you know who we could actually... Where's Marais train out of? He's over in Jersey. He is in Jersey. So what's his name? When we get Palmer on in a few... He probably has some insight on that. All right. But even, um, I don't know if they ever trained together. I know Aldo's new boot. In my head, I just feel like all those fucking guys that are in UFC, you know, that came from Brazil, like, at one point have crossed paths, Mm -hmm. have trained together in, like, a jiu-jitsu tournament or some shit. Yeah. Or, like, they know each other's aunt or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, something crazy. I think Loro is, like, Aldo's kid's godfather or some shit. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. He, he, I mean... Marcos Galvao, like, when I was getting ready to fight Diego Brandel, would tell me that Diego was from, like, a neighboring school, and only because they were neighboring schools, they had, like... I represented my school, me and, like, five other guys represented my school, and, like, you and five other guys, your best fighters represented your school, they would just meet up and just fight. In the streets or in the gym? Yeah, in the streets. In the streets. And, like... Diego was on the opposite side of Laura. That's amazing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I fucked him up before, you know. Like, <laughs> you know what? We could def- indefinitely get Diego on, and yeah. he probably has wild stories. Yeah. And he's, I feel like he's been in the United States long enough where his English is. Yeah, I know he was at Jackson Winklejohn for a little bit, so he's probably got some yeah. interesting interesting. He's been doing, say. like, a lot of fights, like, post-UFC, like, in Russia and shit. Yeah. I wonder what they're paying. Uh, probably good money, yeah. I would think. Yeah, I don't know. Why are you thinking about jumping over to Russia? No chance. Yeah. I Well, no, I just feel like for some fighters, like, what else can they do? Yeah. Who wins that one, Aldo Marias? 
I mean, I would imagine. Well, so, all right. All right. So, Aldo, like, I don't know why, just has Frankie Edgar's number. I also heard that Marias. I had Frankie's number in practice. I've heard that. Yeah. I could see that. They're, still... they're, they're almost the same guy, like fighting-wise. You know what I mean? I think Aldo's a world champion jiu-jitsu, probably has a better ground game, but Marias' ground game, I've heard, is pretty good, and they're very similar did on Mar- the feet. Did Marias get knocked out by Henry? Um, TKO'd. Yeah. And that was just get he gassed and just right. Henry's will. And then it got to that point, like you remember that fight, Henry just started throwing it too. Right. And just couldn't miss with it. I'm trying to think of like it was almost is like Is any one of their is any one of their chins weakened over like that's a thing. I don't give yeah. a fuck what anyone says. Like you get knocked out, it's easier to get knocked out again. I don't care what the fuck anybody says. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. I think maybe Aldo's is weakened, like um Max Holloway's who weakened it. Well, and- before that, Connor. Oh yeah, Connor. Forget about it. So Connor's who weakened it, and then Max Holloway was able to put him out. Yeah, but I just feel like he just hit him with like abundance. Who? He like never actually like. He didn't put him out, out, but he dropped him to the point where you're like, oh shit. But Aldo's been dropped a lot actually. Like I know Men- Mendez dropped him. Yeah, he's been dropped a few times. Fuck, not more than me. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe though. Like I, a I lot mean, of people. Now. <laughs> a lot of people have dropped Aldo, and he comes back. Like he's always been that guy. Like he always had a solid chin. Like he, he, nobody was pressing the off button. But I mean, I, yeah, I don't get how Aldo makes thirty-five healthy, or well, even Laura. If... Laura's back in Brazil now. Yeah. Is he training with him? Like my friend. This is how you make thirty-five. Laura was not a good weight cutter, though. I know, but he would. He made it for a very long time. Is Laura bigger than Aldo? I think they're the same size. Ah. Nah, Aldo's Actually, I don't fuck. know, dude. Laura might be bigger. Maybe. I felt like Laura was bigger than me. Marcos Gaval. Yeah, he he used to cut a lot. He wasn't healthy when he used to cut the 35. I'd be very I used to always be very concerned for him when he was cutting the 35 cuz I felt like even him he didn't really do it the right way. He would always just suck out as much water as he could. Yeah. Like almost crash diet and then suck out as much water as he could. It's wild. Yeah, that's your taking the shit from your brain. Never good. But um, the other news that was breaking lately, did you see someone chuck a, a water bottle at Conor McGregor? No. So Conor's fucking crazy. He went to Moscow. He went to Russia to do, like, some press and some fucking press conference shit or whatever. They asked him, like, about the BMF belt, and sure enough, he proved me right, which I was happy to hear. And he was like, you know who I'm eyeing? I'm eyeing the winner of this BMF fight so i'm not that crazy to think that connor wants that and hopefully it draws him back in for sure but but apparently they're saying he said that he has an opponent january 18th he's not going to reveal the name yet because then he said the ufc is going to pull something on him like he's actually talking like shit about the ufc saying they're going to pull some shit on him but apparently it's either gaichi or cerrone cerrone it's probably cerrone because right after like this all started to be talked about. Uh, Gaethje went on like a little tirade on Twitter and was like, you piece of shit, you know, like you're fucking fighting Cerrone, the, the guy I just beat, which I get, uh... though, too. 
because we've talked about this. They usually match up losers with losers and winners with winners. And if we're going to play the detective game right now, the UFC just put up a uh, a post. I don't know if it was today or yesterday of like, hey, two BMFs have fought before. It was Masvidal versus Cerrone. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that's what I said at the press conference. I was like, keep this bad motherfucker belt going. And I think some candidates for it are definitely Gaethje, definitely Connor, definitely Cowboy, and obviously Nate. Ally Quinta. Aya Quinta you could throw in there. Him and I, I don't know Him if Him and, and fucking Masvidal have the questions there some beef. are would would Aya Quinta and Gaethje move up is the question there. Because I don't think Diaz or Masvidal are gonna come down to fifty five to fight one of them. They're not a big enough name, you know? Connor will go up to 70, doesn't give a fuck. Hang on. I think, which with that stake, like, like for example, like, when I moved up to 55, I think they, did, was Tay at 45 at one point? No. No, never? No, he's a big boy. Maybe, I think there was somebody that they were thinking about giving me that used to be a 45 or that went up to 55, so I was like, all right, like. He was once a 45er. Yeah. And he's at 55. So what? It's the same fucking fight. Yeah. It's actually. That's, I think that's the same mentality for like, if I fought you 55, you up to 70. Like, all right, I beat you 55. I'll beat you at 70. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. That's how I feel it would be too. Like, I'm just going to fight you a little healthier and cut a little less Like, weight. especially for like the money that might be involved or the stakes involved. But like how we talked about like Gregor will never move up to 70. Would, he, would Gregor have that mindset? Would Gregor move up to 70 to fight a former 55-er? Or he, would he think like, or he's fighting actually Kevin Lee right now, but Kevin Lee's coming back down to 55. Right. Yeah. I think Gregor's stuck in his ways, whatever. I think it would need like, like our homie Kyle Sermonero would be like, yo, Gregor, this is a good opportunity. Like, I think you fuck him up. Like, you're, gas him up and be like, all right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you think Gaethje would move up to 70 just for a money fight? Yes. Yeah, again, especially, like, it wasn't like Gaethje's fighting, you know, Usman, who's never been a 55-pounder before in his life. Like, could never make it. Yeah. Diaz, Masvidal were both former 155-pound, you know what I mean? So, like, it's not like they made the jump, like, that long ago. But I think that they are so where the highest Gaethje's probably getting is 75, 80. Like I disagree. Actually, I'm gonna disagree with higher you. Higher than that, you think? Yeah. I heard I'm seventy five right now, probably. Yeah, I, I maybe. He's I, taller than me. I heard Gregor say something. Like we thought Gregor walked a lot lower. Gregor said he was like one ninety or something recently. Yep. No. Where'd you hear that? On one of his comments, someone asked him how big he was and he was like, I'm one ninety right now or something, one eighty seven. Like he was way bigger than I'm used to knowing about Gregor being. How long ago? Ooh, I'd have to find it. But I heard him, and I was like, oh, so what the fuck? Because he's been lifting for some time now. Yeah. He might have just said it because... Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Like, I know what does he usually walk out. I, I remember him. Because the thing is, is like, I'm getting ready to fight somebody. I see, I hear a comment that he's way bigger than he... You know what I mean? Like, let's say I'm fighting someone at, at 45. You I might hear just they say walk, it to put it out there. I hear they walk around, like, heavy at 55, like, pfft. You're just a little bitch. You're just yeah. a little boy. You ain't cutting that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, then I hear someone like 
Oh shit, you're coming down from twenty five pounds. Oh, you the big dog. Oh, you're you're a big dude, huh? Like two examples I can give. Like you're us. gonna be strong as fuck. Like Kevin Lee and Cerrone, they're not on weight a week out. You know what I mean? Or two weeks out, they're not right. on weight. I've talked to Gregor in the past, and Gregor's been on weight. Like I've been like, oh, how? What's your weight like? I'll make weight tomorrow. And it's like, so, and I didn't get the number, but then I'm like, so you're crazy and you'll make weight tomorrow or you already weigh close to weight. You know what I mean? No, he's close to weight. He's come in to pro practice in the 60s, beat me, went home, biked and made weight like. Yeah, like he was like, oh, man, I think I might have actually been on. Like after pro class, but I just did a little more just to make sure. Yeah, because he's fucking crazy. Well, no, think about it though. I'm the number six guy in the world. You just came in on the worst you could ever feel. We have a close, a close battle. I didn't beat you. You didn't beat me. Like it was like we had a war. You felt like shit. I'm not cutting weight. Yeah. What's that mindset when you go back home and actually rehydrate and shit? Yeah. Like, even at my worst. I'm still one I'm of only going to feel better from this. But, so back to Connor. It's a double-edged sword, though. Yeah. Let's say, because I used to hate that. Like, as I'd get closer to a fight, I would hate sparring because I don't want my last sparring session when I'm fucking cutting weight and feel like shit to be a bad one. Well, I've heard, and then um, go into the fight being like, "Man, I didn't feel awesome in my last sparring session, but like, here we go, we're gonna have a fist fight." What you just said is something that Gastelum said on like the latest embedded episode, and he was like, "You know, I feel good, and here's my last sparring." He's like, "I've had two different tales. I've had my last sparring be great, and I go in and I perform good, and then I've had my last sparring be complete shit, and then I go out and I knock out Michael Bisping like that. You know, like he fucking almost knocked." Bisping's head off that time. Right. So, yeah, when the, when you're cutting weight, I feel like you're fucking so depleted. Well, it's it's such a fucking mind fuck. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I'll call up, like, my nutritionist. I'll call up my sports psychologist. Like, yo, man, I fucking suck today. He's like, yo, you're cut. You should have sucked. Yeah. You're cutting. You're still fucking, you know. You're dead right now. Yeah. yeah. How many carbs have you had today, Dennis? Like, I don't know. Seven. <laughs> Why wow, you used to eat that little when you were cutting? Nah, I mean, no carbs, maybe. I don't know. Oof. Yeah. Like some fruit. Yeah, that's tough. And then even yeah, they were saying in the same, but not like they were talking about how Darren Till's also moving up, which is a big thing for him because they said, oh right, because he's playing gas at one eighty five. Yeah. And they said how usually what it would be is the last two, three weeks of camp is Till working on his weight. Right. Where now he's actually still doing skill shit. But apparently he's fucking huge. Apparently he still has, you know, 20 pounds to cut. Jesus. Yeah, man. How about our boy Manny going up to 145 and missing weight? Oh, yeah. How much did he miss by? Two pounds, three pounds. Two pounds. Yeah, oh, man, even that. Like, I was so looking forward to Van Roosmalen at Bellator. Uh, and I don't know what happened there. Uh, he missed weight by nine pounds, and they scrapped the fight. That's insane. Like, maybe, like, the kilograms didn't translate for him on his scale or some bullshit. Or his shit just seized up completely, and he got sick or something. And then was like, I'm not going to make it. 
at that point, it's almost like just don't even weigh in. Like you should ask the guy beforehand, like, hey, man, I'm a little over. Can we still fight no matter what it is? And then get what the guy says because you can step on. You get really bad press stepping on the scale nine pounds over. And then the fight getting scrapped. And now it's like, oh, you know, we know he's not unprofessional. Because what was the weight class? 45. And then he even came out with a statement. And was like, I came out at 54. Yeah. And he said, he's like, I've made 43 before. Championship 43, where I had to be 43 and just shit happened. This, you know, weight cut. My shit seized up and it just didn't fucking work out. Tough. That's, that's wild. Yeah. I was really looking forward to his fight, too. Because I was like, Who oh, Who was shit. he fighting? Some guy, but he was making his Bellator debut. He was making his full transition into MMA. Like, now he's going to do MMA full time. And his shit just seized up. That is completely wild. So, yeah, we'll call Lance in a few. We'll have him mainly help us with, like, the... We'll get, like, some quick fight picks from him, talk some PFL. But let's uh, let's review this UFC 244 card. Okay. And even here. Like, we know a bunch of these people. Hang I didn't... on. Is Julio Arsic the first fight of the night? Yeah. That's insane to me. We know a lot of these people. The only one I reached out to was Gregor. And Gregor was like, I'll be working out at this time. I didn't want to go to, like... Or everyone else and be like, because I know a fight week's a little hectic. But. That's insane to me. And he's at fighting at 45, no? Yeah. And so from your experiences, usually you have heavy media on Tuesday. You check in on Tuesday, right? Yep. Um, You do like those. It depends. So Gregor's on the main card. Well, all of them. I saw what I thought in my head. I saw Julio and Lyman both doing on on Instagram. They're both doing like those pre-fight interview yeah, things. Yeah, they they came in. They signed a uh, a bunch of posters. They're probably like, "Hey, you're gonna do because uh, today's Tuesday. Hey, you're gonna go live on Instagram for us, and then tomorrow you'll have two interviews. Yeah. Then you know you're done. But yeah, Julio Arce versus Hakeem. Dawoodoo will be the first fight. Have I seen this Hakeem guy fight before? Kicking off the main card. You've seen him fight before. I mean, he's a specimen. Yeah. 5'8". Uh, what are you, 5'6"? Yeah. What's your reach? 66. All right, so both of these guys are a little longer than you. 73.5 73. at 145 is a pretty long reach. You know what he looks like? I'm sure he's very explosive, but I feel like he's one of those guys, once you fucking grab him, yeah, you're like, oh. He's not as strong as I thought he was? Probably. Like, if you put him in a bear hug, he's not stopping you from just melting him over. Yeah. Like, if you grab Gregor in a bear hug, you're, you're, like, you're squeezing with everything you got. You're like, what the, f- like, why aren't you moving? Gregor's like steel. Julio Arsic... Doesn't look like a Greek god. He is fucking, like, he is so hard to take down. Is it Arsic or Arce? Arse, I don't know. That's something you do here on Menace of the Man. You come up with your own last names for people sometimes. Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember even in the beginning, you were having trouble with Miocic. Miocic. Now you got it. Yep. Yeah. Well, my father has a speech impediment, and maybe I picked that. <laughs> like, instead of saying professional, my father says professional. You used to say professional. 
that's because it's I'm playing on words. I I think it's funny that my yeah. dad says professional. So oh, this dude. He's 42 and uh, Hakeem Doadui, Doadu. He's a Muay Thai guy. Okay. He's got a on, on Wikipedia. It says he's 42 and five in Muay Thai. Damn. 12 and 0 in kickboxing. But we know about these Tiger Showman's guys. They, I don't see anything listed for RSA, but he definitely has a kickboxing background. He won at Glory. Yeah, he's performed in Glory before. I got the fucking game dude, like TKO'd him. Yeah. Like just outworked him. Yeah, he's a fucking stud. All those, the, the thing about all those guys, they compete in everything. So yeah, oh, and he's a golden. He's the 2011 Golden Gloves champion. Who is Julio Arce? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Um, whenever Julio fights, I always put my money on him. Yeah, he's a fucking stud. I man. would actually love to get some odds on this because I will, I will throw some money at Julio. Would you? Yep. Are you looking at odds right now? Yep, I'm gonna get the odds up. Yikes. Well, let's see. I th- I feel like this might be even money. If anything, well, uh, it's weird because in this picture, Julio's wearing it looks like bluish shorts or black. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black. And the other guys in the blue corner wearing red shorts. So what does that mean? But he's wearing red shorts, but he's in the blue corner. Oh yeah, he was probably in the red corner last time. Shut up. So who you got in this fight? What did I just say, Stan? I'm asking you. Are you going to put money on Arce? So you go. That's your pick, Arce. I thought it was depend depending on the odds. I said it doesn't matter who Julio fights. I got. I always go with Julio every time. Oh, all right. Just well. because I've trained with him, I've seen him fight on multiple occasions. He's dude's a fucking gamer. Yeah. The only thing I'm just like I don't get it is how. Oh, it was at 35 though. Boom, Brian just has his number. Yep. Those are two of his losses. He's got three losses. But yeah. You know what it is with him, too. Boom Brian's just a gamer. And that guillotine, I think he caught him with the guillotine one time, and then the other time he beat him by decision. Uh. But he threatened him with that guillotine in the other fight. Right. So here, I'm not getting, like, the all the fights. They're only giving me, like, the main card for odds. Oh, here we go. Now I got Thanks. So let's see. Um, Arce's the underdog. By what? Because um, Arce's coming off a loss. No, he's coming off a win. No, what do you mean? Yeah, he's coming off a win. Against who? He beat Julian Arosa his last fight. And then before that, he lost a split decision to shame on Marias. That's the one. Yeah. It was a controversial fight, though. He, right, I, I thought right. he won. But, yeah, so I'm seeing all different. I'm seeing um, uh, looks about negative 130 is the common number. So he's about a plus 110, plus 120. Depends on what site okay. you bet. Okay, okay, okay. He might be in a parlay of some sort. Yeah, so close close odds in that fight. Oof. But they got Hakeem Dowadu as the favorite. I'm going to go with Arce as well. Let me just make sure Chris Wade's not on his way. Why, he was coming in studio? He was like kind of thinking about it. Oh, why, because you want to talk bets with him? Well, I'll lose a bunch of money. <laughs> So then we got Lyman Good, another friend of the show, another Tiger Showman's guy versus Chance, Rion Contour. This fight, we got Lyman as the favorite, but again, close yeah. odds. Similar. I got to go with Lyman. I think he's similar stuck. to the last fight. Negative 130 for Lyman plus 110 for Chance. Yeah, Lyman's a stud. If you look at um his record and the guys who have beat him, 
it usually takes an upper echelon guy. Except he does have a split decision loss to Izalu Zelinski Dos Santos. But it was fight of the night. Oh, back on Long Island. I don't really remember that fight. Yeah, he fought on the Nassau Coliseum. Yeah. But this guy's a beast. This guy just lost to Li Jinglang, the guy that Bilal was trying to fight. And then his last fight, Lyman, he hasn't fought since February. He lost by rear naked choke to Damian Maya. So we're going Lyman in that fight. Yeah, I yeah, I just I just know him way better. I think he's a a tough fighter. Chancery and Contour is tough. He he lost to Bilal. His last fight, he beat that dude. Um, was at two thirty nine. He beat that dude, the Austrian Wonder Boy. Okay. You don't know who that is. Heard of him? Like if I saw him, I'd be like, okay, got you. Yeah. Or you'd be like, I don't know that guy. Or I'd fucking fucking judo chop you in the throat. So then we got the main fight of the prelims, your girl Caitlin Chukagan. And what's this going to be on? This is going to be on. This is going to be on Fight Pass and ESPN Plus, I believe. Can they do that? Yeah. Isn't that double dipping? So now Caitlin, we've talked about, she was offered the title fight. Right. She was offered Valentina, and she turned it down because of her wedding, right? Yes. Because the times just didn't match up. Yeah. And then what we... Like, I remember when I said this to you, you were like, oh, man, really? Like, they skipped her. They oh, That's what they do if you turn down the fight. They find someone else. So it's going to be... Well, I mean, the the girl fought for a title against Jessica I, and then, like, what was it, two months later, defending the title again? Yeah. I was like, that's wild. She don't play no games, Valentina. Like, even that one. So we'll talk. Obviously, we're going to go with Caitlyn over Jennifer Mai. I know Jennifer Mai is like... um. A solid chick at 125. She has a boxing background. 3-0 and as a pro. 17-5. and She was uh, the Invicta Flyweight Champion. So she's solid. Okay. Her only loss in the UFC is to Liz Carmouche, who also has a win over Caitlin. Okay. So the winner of this fight should be the next fight for Valentine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. At that point, they really can't deny Caitlin. Yeah. But so... Caitlin versus Valentina. Do you think Caitlin has the skills to take Valentina out? So I've spoken to Caitlin on a personal level, and she was saying how she doesn't want to just fight for a title. She wants to win a title. She wants to win a title. And yeah. she knows that she has to work on her wrestling a little bit more and get uh, you know a little more muscle mass in order to beat Valentina. Mm-hmm. She got the right uh, husband to do that. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Sermonera. But then, like we've talked about with Kyle, he doesn't even work wrestling with her. But I've seen Caitlin goes into Belmore and trains wrestling with Gregor. Right. So I guess Gregor's her wrestling coach, while Sermonera is just like a life coach. I, well, I mean, it, it's there. There's some conflict of interest there. Yeah. Well, that that probably would complicate a relationship. Like, have you ever held mitts for anybody? Of course. Like, have you ever held mitts for your girlfriend? Mm, yes, back in the day. But never where, but like, she, never but like, where she was competitively fighting. No, yeah. but like one time. No, uh, a couple times. Okay, two times. No, a bunch of times I've held mitts for my girlfriend in the past. Yeah. How many times? And I'm talking about one girlfriend. Yep, one girlfriend. How many times? She used to come to the gym with me back in the day, and then even um. Stan. Yeah. No. What? She, 
six times? Ten times, maybe. Okay, ten times over how much of a period of time? Um, Four a, years? A year when she was training at that gym. Yeah, a year, maybe. What are you getting at? Just like... The, yeah, I get it. It's weird for a boyfriend no, and girlfriend it, to train No, together. it's just like... We've seen yeah, it before. Yeah, babe, I'll train you. And then it's like, no. Like, you would might be like, you might you might try to correct things. And then the girlfriend aspect comes in like, what do you mean? What well, do you mean I'm that, doing like that? Well, or, also, or something. at that higher level, I'm sure there's conflict. My girlfriend was just training to train. She wasn't training to fight Valentina Shashenko. I understand. Whatever. And also, you don't even know the correct technique, so you can't even help. Oh, don't, don't hate on me like that. I know the correct technique. So we're going Caitlin Chikagian over Jennifer Maya. Then we got, I can't pronounce that name, Jarzino Rosenstruck. You ever hear of him? Nope. Well, he's fighting Andre Olowski. I got to go. Like, my fangs I've rocked throughout my whole career were inspired by Arlovsky. Like, I started those in college because he had them. And, fucking way back in the day. And so on that last fight, Chukagian is the betting favorite, 160 to 140. And so right here, Rosenstruck is the favorite, 155, minus 155 to plus 135 for Arlovsky. So not too far apart, but... How old is Arlovsky now? Oh, he's he's up there. Like, is he in his 40s? Yeah. <sighs> what do we got? What do we got? Forty. He is 40 exactly. I just... I feel like once you're older than 36, like... Well, he's been in the game for so long. I get And also, at, a, at the heavyweight, it's... Different, yeah. Yeah. He had a crazy skid. He had, you had, don't have to have, a like, a crazy amount of cardio, you yeah. know? And then he had one point where he lost one, two, three. He lost five in a row at one point. Five or four? Five. Damn. And the UFC didn't cut him. They kept bringing him back. And then he finally won... Then he beat Stefan Struve. Then he lost to Tai Tuvasa. Then he lost to some other Russian dude. No contest versus Walt Harris. It was originally a win for Harris. Oh, but dude. Got overturned. What UFC fighter's daughter got fucking stolen? Walt Harris. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Oof. I don't know, man. It seems like. Did they find her yet? Nah. As far as I know, last time I looked, which was earlier today, they didn't find her yet. And what was her in Arizona? Alabama. And it's crazy because he was getting ready, is getting ready for the biggest fight of his life. He's about to fight Overeem. Like, dude, like, are you? The thing is, like, if someone stole my fucking kid. And it's crazy. So apparently the story that I read was she went on a date with someone from whatever, a Tinder, a Bumble, an online social media media dating site. How old is she again? 19. Damn. And then they were looking for a car. They found her car. The car Empty. was like sideswiped, abandoned. Okay. So they, now they, at first they didn't suspect foul play. Now they suspect foul play. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Because I'm sitting there. I'm going through social media. I see someone post like, hey, missing girl. I'm like, that was nice of you. You know what I mean? You're trying to help out. The, you know, going on somebody else from the, the, the MMA community. I'm like, damn, what the fuck is on? I saw Dana White do I'm like, dude, what the fuck? going on here looked into a little more i'm like damn this dude's in the ufc yeah like bro what i forget what movie it was where the dude like kidnapped somebody 
Because they did something to his to his kid. I forget what movie is. Taken. No, not that. Some something. A murderer like killed this guy's kid, gets away with it, and the father fucking kidnaps the guy, brings him to like a fucking like building like in the middle of nowhere, and just tortures him for fucking like the whole movie. Oh. No, the, um, go on. Might be a different movie. I was, Say he, it. No, nah, he didn't kidnap the kid. He killed the kid. Right, he killed the kid with G- Gerard Butler. Yes, yeah. the father. Then the fucking and the guy gets off. I think. I think Gerard Butler goes. You know what? We're not pressing charges or some shit like that. No, Gerard Butler tries to get the guy, and the guy gets a good lawyer, and the guy gets off. Right. And so then, then Gerard he Butler steals goes him. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. That's exactly what would happen if someone. Stole my kid. Oh, for sure. And like whatever. Someone fuck with one of my nephews. Bro, a kid bullied my nephew like a week ago. And I told my brother-in-law and my sister, I was like, you tell Landon, my nephew, to tell that kid that me, his uncle, and his whole family got beef now. Like I'll fuck his dad up. I got beef with the kid's uncle. Like don't bully. And that's that's just bullying. Yeah, that's. Imagine kidnapping them. Now you're just being like a pussy. Me? Yeah. How am I being a pussy? I don't know. Because I'm willing to... No, be like, yo, Landon, go in there and punch that kid in the mouth. I told Landon to go punch the kid in the mouth. All right, and that's what it is. If Landon doesn't do it, then, like, sorry. Yeah, but you're also... You don't got to beat up his uncle, who's probably a fucking... Like, works on the MTA. You're raising that bully. The uncle? The father, the uncle. That was a joke. It was me saying I got beef with your whole family. But, yeah, the father's raising that bully asshole kid. No? I mean... All right, so here's something that happened. To day. you? Uh, so, <laughs> listen, I don't know if we should be putting this out here exactly, but whatever. I think it's a real-life menace dad moment. So, <laughs> uh, the boy's mom, like, hey, no games for Maddox when he comes over. He's not allowed to play video games. He's grounded. I'm like, what do you, uh, listen, you just can't send my son to my house and, you know, let, and demand me not to let him do things. Like, What's up? He ain't grounded in my book. Yeah. I don't, like, I'm not grounding the kid because you said it, so, like, I'll decide he's grounded or not, you know? So she was like, he was playing um, with a ball with his friends. Some kid stole the ball, and he pushed him down like he's grounded. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, so I pick up Maddox. We're driving. I'm like, Maddox, what happened the other day? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, did you get in trouble? Did you push your kid down? He's like, well, yeah. And he's like a little shy. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Like, yeah, like, am I in trouble? I'm like, well, well, let me hear you out, son. I'm like, what happened? He's like, well, me and Andrew were playing, you know, with a ball. And then, you know, or me and Ian were playing a ball. And Andrew came over and stole the ball. And we asked him for the ball back. He wouldn't give it back. So we pushed him down. I was like, makes sense in my book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I started texting his mom, like, hey, like, talk to Maddox. I don't think you should be grounded for that. Like, the fucking kid's being an asshole. Maddox taught the kid a lesson. Like, because obviously that kid's parents are an asshole. Yeah. And the kid didn't even taught a lesson. Exactly. Sometimes parents are assholes. So her and I are going back and forth. Then she's like, then she calls me. She's pissed. She's like, Des, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, listen. Like, our son doesn't need to be, like, enforcing, like, he doesn't decide who's right or wrong. And I was like, well, 
Listen, I could steal anyone else's ball, but if he steals my fucking ball, he's got to pay. That's how it works. Yeah. She's like, Dennis, like, you can't do that today. And I was like, fuck, like, you can't. Yeah, it's the world we live in at the same like, time. Like, you can't. Like, that's how my sister is. Like, my nephew shouldn't do anything, but I'm like, no. She, well, here's the your fist up and catch him. I met her halfway. Because my old man had, like, listen, someone's picking on you or whatever. Don't do anything. Tell a teacher. Okay? Tell a teacher. Teacher's doing anything. Does it again. Tell a teacher. Teacher's doing anything again. Tell me. After three strikes, like, you gave the kid three strikes. After that, he said, yo, all right. Like, I, if he does it again. Yeah. Like, all right, do what you got to do. So all then right. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my dad's old school method. And I'll because, like, I get it. Max, actually, like, give me the ball. Like, no. Wham. I'm taking the ball. Now it's not. Like, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger. My dad's Dennis. The man's from you. <laughs> <laughs> My dad will beat your dad up if you yeah. really, really want to um, go there. So, like, I don't know. I just – and then, her, her, you know, the mom was like, you want him to get suspended? I'm like, he's not getting suspended for pushing a kid down who stole his ball. But, yeah. I mean, but there's levels to the shit. Yeah. Oh, well, and then his mom went like, what if he hurt that kid? I'm like, they're six. Yeah. How's he going to hurt him? And then she's like, what if he hurt the kid and we got sued? I'm like. How is a six-year-old going to do so much damage to another six-year-old that we're going to get sued? Yeah. Like. I mean, they could break you, a bone or something. Yeah, but that's a complete accident then. What do you mean? Yeah. So Like, what can a kid grab at a school that he could do enough damage where I could get sued? Well, that's all I was saying. Apparently, my nephew got a little bullied, and my sister was not letting him stand up for himself. So me and my brother-in-law were like, nah, let him fucking hit the kid. Kids pop, kids In all honesty, dude, you can pop someone up until, like, would you say, fifth grade? Yeah. Like, maybe you get suspended, whatever. But, like, cops aren't getting, what, like, cops aren't getting involved until you fucking are, like, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. So And even, you gotta, like, really fuck the kid up. Yeah. I'll tell this one real quick, and then we'll get back into the card. So that's one of my proudest moments as an uncle. Was when my nephew, my oldest one, who's now getting bullied, was like three or four, and he was in like preschool, and he was getting bullied by a kid or five, however old you are in preschool. He was getting bullied by a kid, and he, he didn't talk. Five, he didn't, four or five. He didn't talk too well yet, so right. he was like had like a speech impediment, whatever. So then he's like, a kid was bullying. He pretty much was saying a kid hit him at school, and I was like, the kid hit you, and he went, the kid went pow, and I went. A motherfucker goes pow on you. You go pow, 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 pow. And I gave him like the thing. I held my hand. I had him hit my hand. So like a week later, oh, my sister hits me up and it's like, all right, I don't know if to be mad or laugh it off. And I'm like, all right, what happened? She's like, the teacher just called and said, Uncle Sammy said I should do it. So Lan the kid bullied my nephew Landon. You're Uncle Sammy? I'm Uncle Stanley, but he couldn't talk right yet. Uh you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like he kept saying Uncle Sammy said it was okay. So the teacher called up like, yeah, he hit a kid. And then he said, and then when I yelled, like reprimanded him, he said, Uncle Sammy said, that's what I should do. So the kid, I told the, I told my nephew, if the kid bullies you again, you go pow and you hit him. Don't take him. Don't take his shit. So my nephew hit the kid in retaliation. So then my sister said like, oh, he got bullied by the kid. And right. my brother told him if the kid bullies him again and only if the kid bullies him again to go pow back to him. 
So my nephew fucking hit him back. Right. And then when my sister told me that, I was like, my man. Because here's my, like, rationale. Like, as a young kid, like, you're not rational. That's why you did something that pissed another kid up so Because, like, it wasn't a rational thing. Yeah. So you did a non-rational thing back in response to something that probably wasn't, like, like that's like me, like, yeah, get, like. Well, yeah, the worst thing you could do is be a bully. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like. Obviously, as they get older, you become more rational, and the rational decision comes with that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, like... You have more understanding, so you think things through a little better. Right. It's not like, well, when I was in kindergarten... (laughs) That's like me. (laughs) That's like... (laughs) That's like someone getting a job over me, me fucking him up. Like, well, I wanted that job. I told him, give him the pow, and he gave him the pow, so I was proud that day. So anyways, but yes. long story short, I met her halfway. I said, all right, listen, from now on, kid takes the ball from Maddox. Max tells the teacher. Teacher doesn't do anything, you know. Kid still hangs on the ball, tells the teacher again. Still doesn't do anything. All right, push that motherfucker down. Yep. Get your damn ball back. Because yep. I told, well, here's what I told my son. is like, if people are going to be mean to you, be mean back. Don't take nobody's shit. Like for now. We'll change that later. But even how to this whole conversation started, Walt Harris, we hope your daughter is found safely. Hopefully she's just out being a kid and nothing Uh, serious. How many days has it been now? I think a couple, four or five. It's been way too long. Like Uh, like a kid that age is on social media so hard. Yeah. Like she doesn't see that her fucking dad is. Maybe that. I don't know. I don't. I didn't hear any reports like they had a fight or something. But maybe you know a kid might be trying to prove a point or something to the parents or like. Hopefully she like got pregnant. She's like, my dad will kill you. We got to move to Mexico. Oh, uh, just I like hope. she's still alive is what I'm saying. Hopefully she turns up. Yeah. We don't know Walt personally, but we friends of the show. Like I'm, that's what Charles Rosa was talking about when we were talking about the traffic incident. His story was a story with Walt Harris. where people tried to fight. Where you were like a guy tried to fight me when I was driving around a Loop Parkway or whatever. Charles Rosa's story was, yeah, someone tried to fight me and Walt Harris one time. You know, like, he's fucking yeah. American top team, I'm sure. He's a real dude. Yeah, Mike Brown and all the same people train him that are all down there. So hopefully that shit works out for him. But Andre Olofsky. I really want Andre Olofsky to win. And I know he's a bad motherfucker. He's a super-duper veteran. How many fights is? 8-0, 9-0, the other dude. <sighs> yeah, and he's the favorite. I don't like that. Yeah, but, you, you know, you're going to catch that first L at some point, so maybe Andre Olaski gives it to him. Hopefully. I'm going to go Andre Olaski on this one. I think he's going to catch him. I'm going for him. So Brad Tavares versus Edmund Shabazan. I think Brad Tavares, I like. Brad Tavares is the underdog in this fight. He is the plus 100. It's very close. Plus 100 right. to minus 120 for Edmund. And I think Brad might be on a bit of a losing streak. I'd have to check real quick. And then this this fight's actually going to be really good. Shane Burgos versus Makan. Never heard of the, never heard of this guy that uh, Shane's going against. No, you have. You've seen him before. He's the dude. Um, I think he had a USADA test or something or an injury, something that kept him out. He's actually, like, really charismatic. Who did he beat? He beat Jason Knight. His only loss is to Arnold Allen in the UFC. Um, I forget what he said when he made like waves, but he you you know him if you've seen him. 
They were like really highly touting him at one point. I disagree, but what that he was highly touted? No, that I know him. Well, he's a featherweight, okay. so he was probably creeping up on your radar at one yeah, point. Yeah, right. Well, hang on. That's what I'm saying. Is like I used to fight in that weight class. I have no clue who this guy is. What's his nickname? I also didn't do a ton of research either. Mr. Finland is his nickname. Nope. All right. Well, you don't know him then. Oh, he has one of the fastest knockouts in UFC history. It's an eight-second knockout. He knocked out Andy Ogle. Nope, don't remember him. Don't know him. But we're going to go Shane Burgos on that one. Yeah, I just like Shane training with him. Yeah, I'm going to go Shane Burgos as well. So now this fight, I heard like Chael and I've heard people say people are still overlooking Dom Reyes. People are saying Corey Anderson versus Johnny Walker is for John Jones' next opponent. I disagree. I couldn't agree with you more. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what people are saying. So Corey Anderson, his last three wins are all unanimous decisions, but Pat Cummins, Glover Teixeira, and Alir Latifi. Before that, he had back-to-back knockout losses to Ovin St. Pru and Jimmy Manoa. Who, uh... All right, give me Johnny Walker's. Johnny Walker's last three. Oh, hold on. Johnny Walker's last three are less impressive names, but impressive victories. So he hasn't lost since 2016. He's 3-0, 4-0 in the UFC. He's beat Khalil Roundtree, Justin Ledit, and Mersha Serkinov. All by first round inside a two-minutes knockout. But, like... Because I remember this dude coming out, like, maybe a fight or two ago. And there was something about him. I'm like, dude, this dude's a fucking clown. Who, Johnny Walker? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? And then he came out and just fucking totally annihilated. I was like, oh, just kidding. Yeah, he's only 27. He's got... He beat... He beat... Uh, what was the, the last three guys he beat? Sorry. Serkinov. Yes. Yeah. He and crushed he, him. And he beat Khalil around. He knocked all three of them out. I think I actually threw $100 on that. And I was like, what? On Serkinov. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tough one. That's where Johnny Walker really came on radar. Because I watched Serkinoff, like, kind of do my boy Pat dirty. And I was like, all right, so this guy's a real one. He's an animal. Yeah. And then this guy came out and did that. And I was like, what? But, like, if if Johnny Walker, like I said, if he lands the Showtime kick off the cage against Corey Anderson, I still don't think that's a more impressive record recently than, what's his name? Um, Dom Reyes. Dom, I agree. Dom Reyes has a win over Weidman, who's a former champion. A win over, and I know people say it's very controversial, but it's also like a fight that could have went either way. A win over, um, what's his name? Vulcan Ozdemir. He has a yeah. knock a knockout win over Jared Cannonier. Yeah. He's got a more impressive resume. I agree. But it's either going to be the winner of this fight fights Dom Reyes for the next shot at John Jones, or the winner of this fight. You know what's retarded? What's, ver- what's very stupid? What? Yep. What's very <laughs> dumb is who has the most followers? Yeah, that's a Between real thing. Between the three of them. Uh, might be Johnny Walker. Might be. Let me check it real quick. But, yeah, you could talk to our following. I got to use the men's room. Hi, followers. All right. I'm going to head out. <laughs> I see you did there, dude. I see you did there. Um. Yeah. I don't know why he does that to me. He left me in like a weird. Uh, he didn't leave me somewhere where I could just start really just rambling on about nothing. So I'm going to ramble on about nothing. 
But uh, no. Um, what's yeah, Misha um, Serkinov like fought my my good friend Pat Cummings, my buddy Pat. I you know look up to a lot. I think Pat is an awesome wrestler. Not the best striker. You know what I mean? But I've also seen him, like, fuck some people up, too. I've seen him knock people out in practice. Um, but I watched Misha, like, stuff Pat's takedowns the whole nine and then, like, dominate on the feet and stuff like that. I'm like, damn, this guy's he's going to be the next world champion. And then this Misha goes in against Johnny Walker. And Johnny Walker, like, doesn't even try. I'm actually pretty sure Johnny Walker, like, knocked himself out in that post-fight celebration. Oh, yeah. That's how you know that he got hurt in the post-fight or something. Like, what, he twist his knee or some shit? I think he blew out his ankle or something. Like? Yeah. Or hurt, no, he hurt his shoulder. Uh, doing, like, the worm. Yep. Which is insane. Yep. That's not why I know him. I know him because I threw some money against him, being like, what, Johnny and, who? And he surprised you. Yeah. Yeah. By not only, like, winning, but, like, crushing the guy I put money on. Which would really sucked. Yeah. So let me see real quick. Johnny Walker. Oh my God. Yeah. Three hundred and sixty-three thousand followers. Right. Where we just had Dom on, who has Dom's like got fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. And, and Corey Anderson's got fifty thousand. Corey Anderson's got fifty-three thousand. So that it's insane that that is. Dom's got fifty-two thousand. Johnny Walker's got three hundred and sixty-three thousand. So yeah. I get it. From a business point of view. But it's not fucking sport, dude. If Johnny Walker wins, he should not be getting in the fight over Dom Reyes. Because he has, what, 300,000 more followers than him? I think even if you look at the resumes, Corey Anderson's a tougher fight for John Jones. Dom Reyes is a tougher fight for John Jones. I think Johnny Walker, un unless he's Superman and can catch John Jones with one of these flashy things, which well, no one else has done, I think yeah. John Jones takes him down and... Mauls him. Yeah. John Jones don't play no games. Or John Jones does fucking some like hits him with some flashy shit or something like that. So who do you think wins this one? Johnny Walker or Corey Anderson? Johnny Walker. You go well. Johnny Walker? I think actually I'm gonna go Corey Anderson stops the hype train. And Corey Anderson just takes him down, grinds him out, right. wins the Because that's another one. Because Corey Anderson did my boy Pat dirty as well. Yeah, and I think... Like, not only, like... He, like, he took Pat down more than Pat took him down, no? Or, um, maybe. I don't remember. No, that, I but. think it's, like, Corey's taking Pat down, like, three or four times. Yeah. And we know Pat, very good wrestler. I just, you know, again, he's my homie. I just think he got so far away from wrestling. Who, Pat? Training it. That, you know. Well, I mean, like, if you, like, a couple of wins against, like, the one guy he fought before he got in the UFC was 17 and 8. Who's that? Uh, Johnny Walker. Another guy he fought was 6 and 1, 12 and 4, 9 and 7, 3 and 1. Yeah, keep reading these off. 8 and 2. What are you, going to the bathroom? Yeah, dude, I got potty. Oh, you do that. But, like, he's got three losses. He lost to Wagner Prado. Henrique Silva and Kittison Abreu. 
I think John Jones beats those three guys on the same night. So, I don't know. It's tough. I guess the following means a lot more, especially when you're the UFC, but I think Dom Reyes deserves that next title shot based off of his resume as opposed to Johnny Walker's or Corey Anderson. But we'll see what happens. I'm going to go with, I think, what's his name? Corey Anderson pulls off this upset. They have... Johnny Walker as the minus 155 favorite. Corey Anderson's plus 135. So I'm going to go Corey Anderson. Yes, they are costumes. What? Someone asked if we were wearing costumes. And I, wrote, I said yes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, so should we... Should we do our own main card, or should we call up Lance Palmer and have him do the main card with us? Well, it's up to you, bro. Get old Lancey Poo in. All right, we haven't talked to him since he fucking... He's on his way to win another million dollars. Qualified for a mil. I feel like he knows Gregor, too. Mm-hmm. He does? Yep. Did they ever compete against each other, or yep. was Lance at a smaller weight? Nope. They have competed against each other? Pretty sure. Well, what did you might know this. What did Lance wrestle in college? 41 and 49. Oh, so Gregor's weights. But Gregor wrestled 49 and 57. I could be wrong. They, might, they, may, they may have missed each other. Oh, Gregor didn't wrestle 41 ever? No. What did you wrestle? 49 and 57. Okay. So you were Gregor's weight class. Well, it's weird. Like, uh, Gregor and uh, Matt Moley, who was on my team, were, like, rivals. Yeah. Um, and, like, even though I beat Matt Moley for wrestle-offs, he did better than me in the tournaments. So I had to bump up to 57. And so when he decided, like, hey, I can't make 49 anymore, coach was like, hey, Dennis, you're going down at 49. <laughs> so, like, when Gregor went up, I went down. Uh, I wasn't ducking Gregor. And now was that that was definitely a tough cut for you. Uh I don't know. Was fucking... no, but no, I'm saying in college you have to make the weight more often and like maintain right. a low weight. Yeah. Where MMA you can kill yourself for that two yeah, minutes. But and yeah, step on it sucked, but like I was fucking nineteen years old. Hmm. Twenty years old. Like, so you yeah. didn't give a shit about like, your yeah. health. Yeah. No. Man, hmm. those those odds are a little closer on that. Oh shit! No, no, I thought Gregor was the underdog. Gregor's the favorite. Fuck. What? I always want Gregor to be the underdog. Why? So you can put money on him. Yep. So my phone, ESPN, just sent me an update. Kat Zingano signs multi-fight contract with Bellator, and she will compete in the featherweight division. She'll become the champion over there. No. She's gonna fight Cyborg. Oh, Cyborg's over there. Yeah. Good luck Holy with that. Holy shit. That's like, all right, I'm gonna head out. You know, on that one. <laughs> Why did they UFC cut her? I don't know. We have to get her on sometime to ask her. I forget. I never I, listened to her interview when she told why the UFC cut her. I think she just, they were offering her fights and she had some other obligations she wanted to do or some shit. We need to get Jessica Penny on. Yeah. And have her just three-way her. Wow. Yeah. That'd be a very sexy, where, that'd be a very sexy episode. Where I'm, te I'm texting 
Jessica with Asker. <laughs> and then me and you are on the other side of the line not saying anything. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That uh, would be. All right, so I'm just waiting for Lance to hit me back. We'll go Kevin Lee, Gregor Gillespie. Obviously going with Gregor. Yep. Yeah, I think that's going to be a rough night for Kevin Lee. Puncher's chance. Where do they got him ranked? Number 10? 10, and they got Gregor 11. Yeah. What? what? Has Kevin Lee ever knocked anyone out, like, bad? Mm, no. He just, like, takes people down, TKOs them, like, via ground and pound, right? Yeah, I don't think he has any knockouts, actually. He has two knockouts. He's got eight submissions. I believe he's a rare naked choke type of guy. Right. Uh, he TKO'd Edson Barbosa in the fifth round. Yeah, but Edson was probably, like, off of what you just said. I don't and, remember the fight, and but he off TKO'd what you said. Jake Matthews. Edson Barbosa was totally out of gas. Yeah. Oh, my God, dead. And Motown just poured it on him. Yeah, you ever see that one? They made a lot of memes out of that. Like the... Dun, 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 with Ed, Ed, uh, Kevin Lee flying through space and shit. Remember, Edson hit him with a spinning a spinning back kick at one point in the head. Oh, and he was like... And Kevin Lee did like the jelly touch leg. Touch your knee. Yeah. Did a stank leg. Oh, he did like the... And then still came back and won. Yeah. Yeah, which is nuts. He did like a hard... So the man could take a hit. Yeah, he did like a hard course thank you leg. Hard course thank you leg. Oh, he's got a great chin on him, uh, yeah. Kevin Lee. Similar to Gregor. Like, I yep. don't think Kevin Lee has been beaten by decisions and submissions. And he has one knockout loss by Leandro Santos, TKO. What? Hang on. Gregor can take a fucking shot. I mean, I've fucking pelted that kid multiple times. But I remember the one thing that sticks out in my head is Chris Way was going to throw a front kick. And Gregor, from like 10 yards away, shot. And fucking, like, Chris didn't even know he was shooting. That's how fast Gregor is. And got, like, kneed in the face. That's how much distance Gregor had covered. While Chris was trying to throw the front kick. Blasts Gregor in the face. Nose explodes. So, But Gregor still, like, eats it. Finishes the takedown. Takes him down, whatever. And then, like, obviously, like, yo... Like, You're there's bleeding. blood everywhere. You're bleeding. You know, so, like, <laughs> Keith Trimble's like, all right, like, yo, get up, let's take a look at you. His nose was fucking this wide. Fucking plugged it and fucking finished sparring. But, you know, Chris just fucking kneed him in the face, not trying to throw a knee, trying to throw a front kick. Yeah. Well, like, even and Gregor was shooting into it. In his UFC fights, Gregor's shown an unbelievable chin. Yeah. Like, anything he's been hit with. Like, he's been hit with a flying, like, I think, I forget who it was, but I remember the one fight he got hit with a flying knee, ate it, cheek, ate it right in the cheek, and just fit, still finished the double yeah. leg. Like, cut the corner. Gregor don't play no So, games. Gregor wins this fight. Where does that put him? Oof. Um, top eight. I would imagine, but Gregor doesn't have the biggest following like we've talked about. Well, he is the best fisherman in MMA, so. I think, I don't know. We've talked about this because then he said he only does freshwater. Whereas, then like, he started flirting with. Has he started going in saltwater? Yeah. Because I know like Chad Mendez has a hunting show. Chad Mendez is not in the UFC anymore. He was. I'm sure there's other we gotta people too. we got to hit him up and see what the fuck is. 
going on? So we got, all right, if he wins this fight, ahead of him then is Barbosa, Ayaquinta, Dan Hooker, Paul Felder, Cerrone, Gaethje, McGregor, Poirier, and Ferguson. If he beats Kevin Lee. Does he move up one spot? I mean, that's unfortunate. I think if he beats Kevin Lee, I think he moves up to nine, maybe eight. He, they might put him ahead of Iaquinta, or they'll put him one spot behind Iaquinta. And then it's like, do they make him versus Al? Do they make him versus Dan Hooker? Because that's the thing, too, is I feel like they know where they're at right now with Gregor. He's 32 or 33. How old is Gregor? Same age as me. Yeah, so he's 32. He's on, like, borrowed time, press time, if you will. He doesn't have two years Gregor's to waste. Birth, Gregor is exactly one month older than me. Oh, so he's 1986? 1986, November 13th. All right. All right, so... We'll go back into this with Lance the Party Palmer. Yeah. Who do you have in uh? Well, well, all right. We'll just go there and we'll stop. So Kevin Lee versus Gregor. We're obviously both gonna ride with Gregor. I'm just making sure. You're right. I think like I, I was saying, uh, I posted that shit the other day or today with um Michael Chiesa. I think it's a bad night for Kevin Lee. I think you should have asked for somebody else. Well, I saw a... I think we talked about it. Like, he came out and said, like, yo, this is a bad fight for me. Yeah. Like, this is the dumbest fight I've ever taken. <laughs> it's true. You are correct, sir. It's not a good matchup for him. Like, that's actually insane. Was that you take the dumbest fight ever, and then you admit to taking the dumbest fight ever. Oh. Uh. <laughs> SpongeBob. Party. What's good? Lance Palmer, welcome back to Menace and the Man. Oh. How's it going, guys? Oh, can you turn your phone the other way? If you go long ways, you'll get both of us. That's why you didn't. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm Ohio State University fucking cyclist, dude. Hell yeah, that's the best, dude. You've been, fucking like catching, you've been catching some games or what? Yeah, I went to. Uh, I actually went to the Wisconsin game last weekend and then. Uh, Two well, the weekend, two weekends before my fight, I went to uh, one of their home openers. But it's rowdy in the stadium, dude. It's hard to go sober. Right now, <laughs> when you went, you went to the Wisconsin game. And that was after your fight. Yep. Did you tailgate? We we didn't tailgate, but I drank during the game because they have. Uh, so when we were in college, they didn't have alcohol on campus, like at the games. Wow. And now they have alcohol at the stadium, so you can get fucked up. Wow. So you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, dude, this is sick Like, now, what the fuck, Dad? Been... Now you do this cool shit? <laughs> exactly. Now that I'm growing them out of the house? <laughs> I could have been fucking getting hammered at, like, 19, 20 years old in the stadium. And ah. now they got, like, I don't have to sneak a flask in there anymore. And, like, wow. I don't have to do crazy shit. I just got to spend <laughs> Yo, 15 bucks on a beer. You remember, you, you, know, you, you know Dan Valmont. Oh yeah, like I wrestled Valamont uh, twice, I think, my freshman year. All right, so I want to talk about that. How'd that go? The first match was the dual meet. I lost to him in the dual meet. Okay, and then I beat him uh, in the quarterfinals of Big Tens three times. We wrestled. Then I beat him for third and fourth at that same Big Tens. And then he went to sixty-five and became a uh, runner-up. Yeah, which did, yeah, you didn't. You didn't see that coming, beast. right? He was a beast, dude. I, I just know. Think I wrestled him like too. Too much weight. I wrestled Dan Valmont uh, as a as a freshman at the West Virginia Open. 
Nice. He beat me like like he beats everybody like three four. Oh yeah, like he just wrestles so hard. Well, no, he just he just he just does enough to just win, and then like he'll just hold you out like a maniac. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. He was tough though. Ah, so good. I mean, still he's still fucking. This is last year trying to get on the uh, Olympic squad. Olympic team. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. He says. So he says. I couldn't imagine wrestling. I mean, I I guess I could, but like. I don't think I'd want to be wrestling right now at my age. Like, I think fighting is way more fun to be doing than well, wrestling. Well, it's, it's such a different – there's so many more different things you could do. Yeah, it's more like you it know? gives your brain a break almost instead of just focusing on one thing at a time. Yep. What, I mean, like – because, I mean, I, at, at that level, you just – you like, you have to wrestle the best in the world. So that's wrestling against guys. You have to wrestle later to try and get a spot on the team. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like you know, you lose to Jordan Burroughs, like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> all right, I'm going to try and wrestle him again tomorrow if I can beat him. And then, like, when it's go time, like, all right. So, like, he's beat me for two months straight <laughs> today. Yeah. And then you got to convince yourself tonight when it matters it's going to be different somehow. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is this is the one. Like, this is the time. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to beat him two out of three. So yeah. it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> So what do we catch you in the middle of, Lance? What are you in the garage working out? Uh, I'm in my basement basement gym. I'm just uh, I just finished the workout. Actually, got my bike over here. Yeah, give us a little work. tour of this fucking place, dude. All right, so I got uh, so here, let me flip this thing yeah, around. Flip, it. flip the sucker. So we got we like your face and all, but all right. <laughs> we got uh the dumbbells here. Let me get a look at those suckers. So, the only thing I don't have is mirrors yet, but I'm working on that. Ooh. I'm still building this thing out, but. We got the full rack here. So you clearly have the the iPhone 11. Oh, yeah. I just got it. Because I could tell this is like a fish eye kind of fucking camera here. <laughs> oh, it's some good shit. If that was just me or if that was actually like that. No. Yeah. Right? Right, Stan? Yeah. <laughs> so I got my bike here, my Watt bike. I do, uh, I do like power work on that sometimes and then cadence work. It just depends. Like what explosion out shit and stuff like that. And... Yeah, like okay. timed intervals and shit like that. And then after I'm done with the bike, I would go into some sort of lift. Like I got a pull down machine for high and low rows and nice. stuff like that. And then free weight rack and bench and just all the the uh, hyper machine back here, glute ham, lower back stuff. So okay. got all the bare essentials. And then I got like, like my balance work, like my Bosu ball and arm peddler and all the good stuff, you know? And uh, where's the sauna? Dude, I actually am about to order a sauna for down here. So I'm just, I've been looking at which ones are the best ones for, like just for like two and three people. I, I bought, it's, it's actually one of my best purchases ever <laughs> for like my career. I still use it now. Like I bought, nice. I bought it. I, I it it got built the day before I fought uh I don't know if he's your boy or not the dude Alpha Male who's the first of the fucking three that fucking beat me the motherfuckers fucking Feely. no the retarded one Rick Glenn no <laughs> the retarded one with the the damage oh Darren, oh, Elkins. Darren Elkins it got Elkins. built the day before that I fought oh, him shit. it's a it's a I paid like nine like a grand for it it's a two two person. Okay. It gets up to a buck fifty infrared. Infrared. Like nice. for a G? Fits in my See, that's what, He's like, that's wait, he's like your boy, I'm... you know, the retarded one. No, but I don't know if he's his boy or not. Like, I, yes, I'm they good, were on the I'm same cool team, with... but like Yeah. 
I'm cool with all those guys. I mean, I, I don't talk to them all the time, and I don't train with them anymore, but I'm, I'm pretty cool with most like, of them. Like, in my head, I'm probably closer to you than Darren at this point. <laughs> yeah, we've talked more than I've talked to Darren yeah. in the last year, that's for sure. Is there any chance he's, like, he doesn't like how that you're more successful than him? I don't know. I don't – I wonder if – I mean, I never think of this, but people ask me, like, if people are jealous that I'm doing better – than a lot of the guys that were on my team that are in the UFC just like financially. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really think of it like that, honestly, yeah. but there's gotta be some sort of animosity. Cause everybody on that team was trying so hard to get in the UFC when I was there. Like I was already in world series of fighting. I was already getting paid decent there. And I was like, there were guys like all those guys were ranked in the top 10 at one point. And right. I was, like, literally, Mendez was the only guy that was making more than me out of all the other 45-pounders at the gym. And I was like, dude, that's not a bad spot to be in. And now I'm – With like, less competition. Exactly. Like, I'm fighting guys that – the only hard part with that is, like, I'm fighting guys that nobody knows. Right, to get hyped so to it, fight them. Yeah, it's, it's hard right. because it's, like, obviously, like, Andre Harrison's a tough fight, but yeah. nobody fucking knows him for yep. the most part. So yep. I'm like – I have to pump the fight up just yep. to fucking get people involved in it. Yeah. So that's the only hard part. Like in the UFC, you don't really have to hype up your own fight. Everybody knows kind of who's who. Not that I want you to talk shit. Do you think, because sometimes when when guys take that L, things change, right? He was undefeated for, until you, you're the first person to beat him, right? Andre. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. he lost, then, then he lost again, This right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so he, so after he lost to me in the semis last year, he won his first fight of the season, a decision this year. Then he had a draw, and then he just lost uh, yeah. in the quarters. So, I mean, honestly, I mean, he's a great fighter, don't get me wrong, but I don't, like, sometimes if a guy loses, it catapults him, and they're just, like, fucking hungry. They want it bad. They want it more. Right, 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 right. That's not really something I saw. I, I thought we were going to see a really motivated Harrison this year, and I really didn't feel it. Yeah. Well, what I don't I know. Mean, I could be wrong. One but, thing I kind of you know. saw, like with like his winnings and shit like that, I'm like, this dude got a fucking really nice chain and like a really nice watch and a really nice car. Like, don't, don't, this, we don't make a lot of money. Exactly. Like, and dude, it doesn't like, last forever. Doesn't like. Like, I mean, listen, I don't know, and I want to get him on the show and, like, hey, man, what's – you don't know. Like, you, ever, you ever hear that fighting term? Like, if I was watching, like, a fly on the wall watching his recent fights, he was fighting not to lose as opposed to, like, fighting his ass I feel like he's been fighting like that for a while, though, and it just I agree. Up with I agree. I agree with Lance. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying even still, like, he didn't adapt. Like, once he got those losses, he didn't pick it up. He was the same fighter, just fighting not to lose, if you will. Like, I remember I talked to Ryan LaFlair about that one time, and I was like, I wonder if Andre has that extra turbo. And he was like, I don't know if he does. That's him. Yeah, I think I think that's like... He's a, pr that, like, he's a problem. If you come and bring it to him, like, he's going to like, yeah? Like, let's go. Exactly. That's but the thing is he's, he's not, not afraid to fight. Yeah, he's not going to... I don't think he's going to pour it on and overwhelm you either. Yeah. He's like, not really... He doesn't... I mean, it's shown in a lot of his fights, but he doesn't seem like he tries to finish a guy. Yes. Like, he'll and, and, fight, and, he'll brawl, but he doesn't, like, if he has a guy hurt, you never really see him, like, oh, fuck, he's going to finish this right. guy. Right, and and I watched, because I used to work, keep, 
Keith Trimble very, yeah, yeah. you know, like all the time. And, and he's I, a, I I'll see Keith guy. be like, Keith what awesome. the fuck? Like, dude, you had him wobble. And, like, we'd be in the gym, like, the next week, and he'll be, like, making fun of Andre. Like, oh, remember when you, like, had the guy hurt, and then you just, like, you checked if he was okay? Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Who would no, say I, that I to him, you? No, and Keith I, Trimble. I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, though. And I then think Dre'd Andre, be like, like, yeah, you're right, boss. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Andre, like, Andre's a fucking tough fight. Like, I fought him twice. And he's a tough opponent. Like, he can throw. Like, he's always down to fight. But he'll never, like, he'll never come after you and be like, go for the kill. It's all. It's more of, like, he'll counter really well. He'll catch you with counter strikes. He's, I mean, he's fast. He's athletic, obviously. Yeah. But he won't pour it on and push the fight. Right. And he's got the cardio. I've I've been the guy on a fucking hot summer day, fucking pushing with him, and and, and I would be pushing. And I mean, I know he's got the cardio because that's the kind of fighter I am. I'll pour yeah, it on and got... try and melt you. Yeah, yeah. And like he would be there, like fucking trying to rip my head off at the end of the, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I watched that grow because when I first started training with him, he was very breakable. Yeah. And I've watched him get better and just you know better cardio where like. I would almost get like upset myself leaving the gym. Like, man, why didn't he crumble today? Yeah. And I'd come back and it'd be like a little bit, you know, I'm like, is he like getting better with his cardio? Like, the only I, time I, I really worse? felt, the only time I really saw him break was the time that I beat him, honestly. Like, and it was just because I pushed the grappling so much to right. where it, I just had to suffocate him to the right. point where he didn't. Have so that's it. so. I mean, that's his jam is taking people down, and I've I've been there where like, like you know, and like, and you've been there too. The like the one yeah. time he beat you was like he he snuck you, and you're like, oh fuck, like this is my yeah, shit. Exactly. Same thing. Him, you take him down, he goes like, he'll accept the position, like oh. Like, yeah, I can't believe I got taken down. Damn. Yeah. Like, all right, let me just catch my breath here. Then I'll maybe yeah. try to get out. Like, my butt hit. I'm like, no, I'm fucking, I'm like a fucking wet eel, you know? Yeah. Like, fuck that shit. I'm exactly. fighting for every goddamn inch of this takedown, you know? Um, <laughs> and then speaking uh, about wrestling, did you ever wrestle Gregor? Uh, No, Or, or when you were 41 and then we went to 49 and he went to 57, right? Well, no, we were both 49. It was my freshman year, but I lost to Chirella in the semis, 4-2, to two, and he beat Chirella in overtime. At the NCAA uh, tournament? In the finals, yeah. Got you. Right. So if I would have beat Chirella that match, I would have wrestled him in the finals. He beat Schlater in the semis. Right. And that was, that was a big huge, upset Schlater yeah. was the one seed. Right. But yeah, that was, I would have I always loved to wrestle him. He was exciting to watch. Right. Oh, so the year he was a national champion – was the closest was, you guys got to wrestling. Yeah, I lost in the semis. I ended up taking fourth. Because he, you guys were uh, Big Ten. And, and he was EWL. EWL. So, like, we yeah. don't really, like, maybe you guys went, like, I don't think they went to Midlands. Did you guys go to Midlands that year? No, we didn't go. We always went to Vegas. and then Which I know they went to Vegas. Meet. I know they went to Vegas. But, like, yeah, that's, a dual, that's, a, but that's a dual meet tournament. Which, I don't think I... I only wrestled Edinburgh in a dual meet when I would wrestle his brother. I wrestled his brother Tour. a couple of times after he graduated. Got you. Who won those yeah. matches? Uh, they weren't that close. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Cause Tor his bro I mean, his brother was decent, but he was nothing like Gregor. Right. Yeah. I think their their brains ticked differently. 
Gregor has Gregor has like the insanity factor of I'm gonna out train you even if I fucking tear both my hang on hang on insane hang on hang on hang on yeah no 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 no. I'm gonna like both you guys it's gonna blow your fucking mind (laughs) he was the biggest sandbagging son of a bitch in practice really hang on he told me that he would like he would like look for timeouts and shit like that and like and then when it came to competing. I don't know, gamer. like, I don't, it's, it makes no, he's like, because I remember being like, like, talking about training with him and all this stuff. Me and him used to, like, go for a long run, and we would just, you know. Well, yeah, Gregor, I went, he's like, a gamer, Gregor. No, but, dude, he was like, dude, I was such a pussy. So he, he was like, he I would look for any excuse not to train. So he didn't get that mentality until he started fighting? Like, I feel oh, like. The, he, oh, the craziness he, of training? Yeah. Well, so in college, he was a fucking addict. Yeah, I wanted to say yeah, that. Like yeah. when I've talked to him, the fact that he was a four-time All-American and a national champion, he was never sober. Right. He used to tell me. I he feel was like, like every college guy. Like, well, not every, but I've I've felt the same way. That I felt like I would have done a lot better than just be a four-time All-American if I wouldn't have drank like a fucking asshole all. So season. I'm like in my yeah. head, like I drank and shit like that, but like never. I needed at least a two-week gap from competition to, like, all right, I'm going to have a, a drink. Dude, we would go home from dual meets and fucking set up the beer pong table and shit. Yeah. Like, is like, that right? Yo, Matt Moley? That yeah. motherfucker, like, we would have, like, you know, a torment Saturday. That motherfucker would be drunk on Wednesday. <laughs> they were into some other shit other than alcohol, too. Like, you know Ryan Lang, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Ryan Lang told me a we story. We went to the same high school. Oh, really? Yeah, he's from Ohio, right? Yeah, St. Ed's. When I was in California and I met and hung out with Ryan Lang, he told me, like, oh, I got some stories about Gregor. And he said before the national tournament, they used to play Guess That Pill. They would go into a bag of pills and be like, what is this? I don't know. And they would fucking take it and be like, oh, shit. Bad idea, you know? <laughs> Which is insane to me because I tried so hard to be so good. Yeah. I tried to do oh, all I- the right things. That's probably why I fucking... Like sucked because I was like in my head like I have to win. Like, yeah, I've been doing all the right things. Where you guys are like fuck it. Like I'm not supposed to do good. Like let me just like <laughs> I'm gonna try my hardest. But like if I lose, like it's because the John Jones theory. I like to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like do you remember John Jones would get fucked up the weekend before a fucking title fight, and if yeah. he lost, it's because ah oh, well I partied. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that made so much sense to me when I heard that. Yeah, yeah it gives you like it gives you a way out. It gives you an excuse. I, I never... I it never gives you an excuse. Like that, though, in college, I just was like, I was like, dude, you're only in college once, and I don't want to regret my time in college of not fucking enjoying it at the same time as trying to be the best. And it's like, you can't balance that. But I, in my head, as a fucking twenty year old kid, I'm like, I'm gonna try and balance this. Yeah, but it's yeah. impossible. The guys <laughs> that I see balance it go division two, division three. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, like I, I like my buddy. You remember Ricky Sh- uh, Schmelian? Yep. He yep. was a Pennsylvania fucking state champion, which was like, boom. You could almost go anywhere you want, but I think he was like, oh yeah. All of us Bloomsburg guys were like half retarded, so like, <laughs> <laughs> because it's great. That's the only place he could go. His 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 uh, brother was like a tilt artist too. Like I think he ended up taking like third or something like that in Pennsylvania states, which is like Pennsylvania. Ohio, those are like the guys they want. You yeah. Know, you place, yep, we'll take you. Uh, he was like, he came, watched what we did, and was like, yeah. 
I'm gonna go wrestle at Shippensburg. It's Division Two. Like I want to be able to drink. And clear, like straight out said that. Like I want to be able, like, enjoy, I want to be able to enjoy college. Like I'm not going Division One. Well, that's even like when I talked to Ryan Lang. That's why he said he hated college because his dad made him go to Northwestern. Yeah, and Northwestern's an academic school. It's an athletic school, but it's also an academic school. So, but he their was... wrestling wasn't their main uh, objective. Yeah, like even though they got a full ride, like him, Jake Herbert, I got offered a full scholarship there. Like when I, when I, me and Lang were really close because he was a senior when I was a freshman in high right. school. So you looked up and to we, him. Yeah, we talked a lot about it when he was already at Northwestern, and it was like, I was like, dude, honestly. I don't fucking know if I'm ever going to use my degree anyway. So even if I do get a degree from anywhere, it's not going to matter if it's Northwestern or fucking somewhere else. Like it's just going to be a degree, you know? Yeah. And it's even more true now, but I, I didn't know, I didn't know that at the time, but he was like, he's like, it's not going to matter where you get your degree from. You just go to a place that you're going to enjoy and, and like the people that you're around. And I really don't think he liked it there. No, he didn't even show up to half of the dual meets and shit his senior year. He went on vacation over Christmas break. Yeah, when I talked to him, he fucking hated it there. And he said that's what ruined his college wrestling career. He, And, I mean, whatever he was, like I think a two-time All-American, a national finalist. Yeah, like he was a finalist. And he considers himself an underachiever. And by wrestling standards, like people who follow wrestling, he was considered an underachiever. He was because he was a four-time state champ in high school. He was uh, like a Fargo champ and yeah. senior national champ. Like, you name it, he did it. He got burnt then, out, though. Yeah, in college, he was just like, dude, one, he, I don't think he liked the school and the coaches that much. And two, it was like, like, how can you enjoy what you're – like, wrestling's hard even if you love it. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. if you're not having fun doing it, it's fucking miserable. Oh, anyway. I tried quitting twice. Yeah. Like, fuck you, I'm done with this shit. Like, <laughs> walking down the road, like, started running, like, Spruce Street, which is our, like, huge hill. <laughs> and my coach was like, get in the car. I'm like, fuck you, no. Like, get in the car. Like, I'm no, I'm done with this shit. I'm fucking done. Like, get in the car. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like, fuck, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> That's why you guys excel at fighting, though. You guys are a different breed mentally. Like, you're built in fucking war rooms, you know? Yeah. Going through struggle. Did you guys yeah, have fist fights in so. your room? Oh that's yeah, a, that's a dumb question. Like I like you have to. Yeah, I mean there was there was times where guys would fucking headbutt each other. Like you're <laughs> hand fighting and it turns to headbutting, then it turns to fucking clubbing the, the club, shit out of each other. Close then you're fist, fucking, yeah, club, club, exactly. you're a punch, yeah. cut. Yeah, and it's yeah. like nobody would fucking jump in. The coaches would just be like, "All let them, right, let get those on boys the bike. figure it out." Yeah, yeah, they they'd fucking punish you. They'd be like, "All right, get on the bikes. Let's see how many." Well, usually you would, here's because we're dumb. Usually we like. Someone would get like a nice one, and the other guy would go, "Oh yeah," and like then like cause a scene, and then they'd yep. be like, "All right, a push would happen," and then like, "All right, you guys are idiots." Yeah, exactly. Like if you just started like throwing heat, dude, that'd be sick. Right? I never got to see like an all-out fist fight. It it would usually be like, "Fuck you, no fuck you." Then right. one guy would walk away. Like one guy goes for a cheap one, where the other guy's like, "Oh fucking yeah, you fucking bitch." <laughs> And then yeah. it's like, all right, you guys are assholes. Break it exactly. up. Exactly. But yeah. you might have seen something like that at Alpha Male. Uh, not honestly, not really. Like, there well, you're already there. fighting. Yeah, but like where they go yeah. like hard, hard. Like I remember the Dillashaw. No, Cody. you're already fighting. There's well, no. We used to spar super fucking hard, but yeah. 
it wasn't like that's all we knew. It wasn't because we were being assholes. Like right. there were times where guys would be like, like cheap shot or throw harder than you're supposed to if we're right. doing like 50% sparring or whatever. Right. And then you'd be like, dude, what the fuck? It's 50% or like whatever. And then it turns into a fucking brawl right. for like 30 seconds. Somebody splits you up. Right. But it was never like fucking trying to hurt somebody. Like there was always stories of TJ doing that. Like if he got, like if he got somebody down, try and hurt him. But that was like, he was really the only person out of anybody that was like, would really, you know, attempt anything like that. It wasn't right. like if me and Chad were sparring, like, we would fucking go super hard, but we weren't trying to fucking knock each other's right, heads off. Right, like, right, you guys right, were still right. there consciously, yeah. Right. No, there was only I remember some some Tiger Showman guys came in and I was working with a fifty fiver and he was setting knees up with no shin pads on. I was like, yo or even Dre one time. I was like, yo man, just so you know, like if you fucking land this knee and fuck up my ribs, like I'm I'm taking these gloves off and I'm fucking you up. He's like, Oh no, no, no. I'm like, I'm just letting you know. Like <laughs> yeah. you wanna fucking send knees like that, like I'm taking these it's, gloves off. It's fucking on. Just I've so you know. Like, I'm not doing Lima. that shit. I've seen it at Lima. Yeah, we're like, sparring. Don't with... fucking, like, if you have shim knee pads on and we may be, like, and I have knee pads on, which I never did. Yeah. And it's like, yo, we're throwing knees. All right, whatever. But, like, I would, I, would, that... I would show knees. And I remember, like, being, like, beating a guy and them singing, like, a hard one to try and, like, end the fight. And I'm being, like, push away. Like, yo, you like, I'll take these gloves off and fuck you up. <laughs> Throw that knee like that guy, I swear to God, it's on. And they're like, oh, whoa, bro, bro, no. Like, I didn't mean it. Like, yo, like, because I'm when fighting I at, in like a month. So if yeah. I can't fight because of you, guess what? Guess who's paying for exactly. it? Exactly. That like was your, a big thing for us. hospital too, bill. Like, if you're at, if like when I was at Alpha Male, we like, we made sure everybody had the appropriate gear on. Like if you're, if you're not wearing knee pads and shin guards and headgear and gloves and wraps, like. Okay, well, you're not going to be sparring if you don't have knee knee pads because even if you throw a kick and a dude shoots and you catch his knee on the fucking face or something, it's going to fuck him up. So we always had a knee pad rule. And then obviously, like, even though you have knee pads on, you're not trying to knee somebody in the fucking face and shit like that. Like, it was just like, if you're going to throw a knee, it's a controlled knee in a certain position. It's not going to be like, fucking teeing off on some dude's head while he's on his on the ground or something so now where's the sparring go down new jersey is that catones right yeah catones in uh brick new jersey right by tom's river how is that sparring compared to alpha male same speed or more technical yeah it's i would say it's i would say it's more uh more controlled by coaches instead of like alpha male we would just fucking get on the mat and spar and the clock's going after the round, you switch partners like at Catones, Mark Henry controls the entire sparring. Like there's two people in the cage. Those are the only people like he's watching them spar more and, fight stim like simulation. Oh, a hundred percent. Like you're like, it's hard sparring, but it simulates a fight way more than just being on an open mat where you can move wherever, yep. where like you actually can cut off the cage. You can control the cage. Like, you have to circle them. Like, there's a lot of different shit that you don't get to do on an open mat that yeah. you get to train in a cage. So. And there, there's 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 things you like about both equally. Yeah, there's definitely. like there's way more pressure in like a situation like that where like everybody's watching. A few guys are oh, yeah. you know yelling things. You know, you want to definitely win those rounds. Like, you're me. definitely going way harder. And then like you know, I go down the to uh, Hard Knocks 365. Everybody's moving around. It's like. 
Alright, 50%, 75%, 90%, you know, then 100. And, like, sometimes you get to a guy, and, like, I'd be going with, like, Gilbert Burns, you know? And, like, we're at 75%. I'm like, I feel like he's going 100. <laughs> like, but, like, you're in this, like, little corner in an open mat where, like, it's not like someone's like, yo, Gilbert, chill. Yeah, You know, exactly. like, you got to fucking just handle it. Or you, you might be working with a guy, you're at... 50% and like he's going 20 you're like all right man are we are we even working right now like what are we doing <laughs> yeah. here? we're fist fighting you know yeah. like that's what's hard about a big open mat with like one coach watching or two coaches mm. like and that's what that's what we ran into a lot of alpha man I was like I didn't have somebody really breaking down my rounds for me or right. filming or anything right. you're just in there and you're like dude we're just fucking going I had great partners and we all we all worked hard but there was no like it was really no order. You have to like assess sparring. like yourself, and yeah. hopefully your partner isn't being a dick and being like, "Yo, man, you did this well and that well." Yeah, you know? and it's hard because I'm super critical of myself even when right, I do well. Right. So I'm like, "Fuck, dude, I'm all pissed." And and like, if somebody is watching around, like a guy who's not sparring that day, they're like, "Man, you look fucking good in there. You were doing this and this," but you don't know because you don't have somebody right. either filming or you don't have like I have Mark Henry now who's like. He's calling combos out, and he's like, after each round, he's like, you need to do more of this, or you're doing this well, or you're moving well. or you, Like, you have that in-between rounds, and you get used to that, yeah. like a fight sim. Yeah. Yeah, he's very analytical, Mark Henry. Because I remember one time I was doing, like, a one-on-one sparring session with Al Jermaine, kind of like what you're talking about. Yeah. And then I fucking felt like, like he beat me. So I was like, motherfucker. So I'm like... On the bag, like crushing the bag, and he's like, "Dude, what is like this deal's dude? Like, like what's, what's, <laughs> what? The, like that? Why is Dennis being like that? You know? I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of almost like getting like, I'll fuck you up right now, you know? Like whatever. Yeah. The next day, I come back in, and we, we. So one thing we would do at Lima is we'd go back and watch the cameras in the gym. Oh, nice. They're not necessarily set up to like, like actual footage of like make a highlight reel it's just like fucking surveillance cameras that cover every goddamn mat we go back and yeah. watch those but you can make out what's going on pretty well and i was like oh damn i was definitely overreacting i did really good <laughs> yeah like <laughs> well aljamain's got a frustrating style yeah that's yeah, what it was really frustrating yeah. style so now one thing we were talking about before lance you probably have some input on what do you think of marias Tra- he still trains there right no he's a top team Marlon left? Yeah, he left after uh, the last fight. Oh, wow. We were going to say, what do you think of him fighting Jose Aldo? I think it's a great fight. Hang on. He um, went down to Florida? Yeah. I know Barbosa left, and Barbosa's down. I didn't know Marlon left, too. But I think they're very they're, – they're hand-in-hand, hand, right? Yeah, they're tight, and I guess there's, like, a big Brazilian community down there, so that's kind of – Yeah, a ton of food. What, yeah, I guess that's what he said. I don't know. He's awesome. I only got to have one camp with him, but he's a nice guy. I, I uh, it sucks that he left. I don't really. Do, I mean, I, I mean, do you think I he left like... for better training? Just, I mean, do you think he like? That's one thing. If I when I really look back on my career, is I wish I I had gotten around more and maybe tried some other gyms and you know. I think other than Henzo, yeah. the Brazilians don't like the cold. Even if you do, don't, you think it's that? even if you don't like it there. Like, say you go to a place for a week and train, like, even if you're like, oh, I probably wouldn't do a camp there. At least you got a good week of training. Like, you are you can always, like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of weird, or I feel like it was kind of, unless he had it predetermined before the fight that he was going to move down there and shit. I don't really know. But 
I feel like he's not really going to get better training. He was like 17 and one before that title fight. Right, right. With Mark Henry. Oh, so, so do you think he was like, well, I lost. This is why I lost. I got a. I don't know if that was it or if he like thought before the fight, like, hey, after this fight, we're moving to uh, Florida to be closer to, you know, Edson and stuff like that. I don't really know. I don't think, I honestly don't think a lot of the guys really know exactly what his reasoning was, but um, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like anything. He was mad or anything right, like that. Right, right, so. right, 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 right. But I feel like cross training super important. Like For I would sure. go somewhere always in between camps and get like a week at Albuquerque, go to Denver for a week. Like I would train around all the time. And then when I'm in camp, I would just, I would go back to alpha male. Cause that's where, like, that's where my team was at yeah, the time. Yeah. And I feel like that's important. I don't feel like, like it, it's kind of shady now because a lot of people take it to heart. Like they'll right, get mad if you right. go train well, somewhere. So, so that's the difference between gym politics. No, no, no. Wrestling and MMA. Yeah, like yeah. wrestling, Lance, I know you maybe went to like your enemy's, like your worst enemy's gym and trained with their best guy wrestling. It just wasn't, it wasn't like no, no wrestling coach would be like, oh, you went over there and trained? Like, yeah, you can't come back in my room. It was like, oh, you went over like, oh, sick. How'd it go? What'd you learn? Yeah, Can exactly. you show me some shit? Like it was like that. But MMA, it's like, what? There's something he can offer you that I can't. Yeah. What do you mean? It like is there's, weird there's like, like this like negative big dick big ugh, big dick energy in MMA and like oh what are you gonna pick? Well, no, I think that's little I dick think energy. Because, that's little dick energy, right? <laughs> there. I think it's because of money. Yeah, I think what, what I, I think sometimes it's like a people ego. think it's like a loyalty thing because say you got a friend at your gym, like you're close with them, and you go to a gym of a guy that he either doesn't like or a guy that he's going to fight or did fight. He's like, oh, you want to fucking train with that guy? Like, that's kind of Yeah, but weird. so what's the difference between in wrestling, though? Like, there's there's a ton of guys that wrestled in, like, th that were actually in my wrestling club that was in Albany that, like, fucked up somebody on my high school team that, like, it was just like, ah. It is what it is. I like think, there was not this like. I think wrestling's nah, a tighter community. Him. Wrestling's a tighter community, and in MMA, there's a little bit more ego and a little bit more insecurity. I think it comes back to the root of all e like money. Yeah, but a lot of times the pro fighters only pay a percentage back to the gym. They're not paying that I, monthly. I understand that, but money's on at stake. Money's on yeah. the line. Like if I go there and fucking train with him, and but I was trained with Andre. Like whoa. Yeah. Did you tell him anything? Oh, that, yeah. Well, exactly. if, they that too. If, if they were just wrestling, it'd be like, oh yeah, he's he, you know he does, he does a cradle well, what you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, financials uh, I, always I agree make with that. I, I think there's a lot of, uh, I think it's a lot of like animosity too. Like if you run a gym or something, and you have guys going other places, but they come back for camp, good because they're getting better and they're coming back to help the guys that are at the gym. I would think of it like that, and they're still at the gym, and they're still paying to be there. So it's like, who gives a fuck? But yeah. if it's, I don't know. I I take cross training differently because I did it my whole life for wrestling. Right. So it's I just... don't think of it as a negative thing. Where other people probably never did that in their life, so they don't they think of it as something negative. And again, I don't think it's the actual fighters. Like, I want to train with you. Like, I've been invited up to like. TriStar, I've been invited all over, like, you know, Jeremy Stevens, yo, yeah. man, come train with me, but it's like, 
And the coaches, well, yeah, come train here. But it's like the coaches that you leave there, like, what? What? what what's? Yeah, they think automatically that you're just leaving teams or something. Right. Right. That's yeah. what's weird about it. It's like, it's like, oh, you went and hung out with that chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. even that. The worst yeah. thing is the social media aspect of it. It's like, yo, I saw you take a picture at this other gym. Right. Yeah. I, I've seen that numerous times where it's like, wait, really? I took, I went and trained. <laughs> At another gym for one night and took a photo, and now I'm back at your gym, and you're giving me shit. Yeah, it is weird. It, it's it's a different type of culture, that's for sure. Because wrestling culture is like, hell yeah, get get as many different types of partners and coaches as you can to get better. Right, right. Because I I remember my first fight. You know, I did. I got paid, whatever, and I didn't like pay anybody anything because that's not like in wrestling. People just wanted to see you do well. Yeah. yeah, you never paid your. Coach. I just, like, I just didn't. It just, I just, hang on. It wasn't. I was trying to be cheap. It's not that I didn't like. I just didn't know. And it was like, yo, so and so's like, yo, de- yo, your boy is ducking me. Like he, like he, <laughs> he got that bonus. He's not gonna give me any of it. It's like, whoa, I didn't know. You've had that happen. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, Dude, but- money's a weird thing in MMA too. Yeah. Though. They act like it's not until you get paid, and then yep. they're. Then it's like, oh, uh, I thought we had this agreement or this agreement. Yep. And then they're like, if you do, like, you guys get bonuses in the UFC. So that's a whole different situation. Yep. Like, I've seen a lot of different stuff with uh, some old coaches we had at Alpha Male and guys getting bonus. Like, we had a time where, like, TJ, Chad, Faber, Benavidez were all getting bonus money, all like, almost every fight. And the coach wanted bonus money too and it wasn't part of the deal yeah and it it gets tricky in there that's for sure uh, you know what we didn't do at the start of this interview we didn't congratulate lance yeah you won the finals yeah going back to the finals thank you guys he gave, I appreciate yo, he gave it. back to that real bonus money he's gonna go <laughs> he's gonna go from the million dollar man to the multi-million dollar oh, man pretty damn. soon I know I can't even be Ted DiBiase anymore though if I win. I'm gonna have to make up something else. <laughs> yeah. Who's the six million dollar man? Is that Steve Austin? Steve Austin. He's a six million dollar. Well, that's man. like the actual, it, not Steve Austin Stone Cold, but that's the yeah, other. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I only know it's Stone Cold. Bro. Yeah, you should just cut. You should just fuck it up and shave your head bald and be like, I'm the, wow. I'm, the I'm Steve Austin, the six million dollar man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's what I because Lance Palmer said so. I mean, I've done this a little bit. It's like after I win, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. <laughs> Have you already started a little bit? I know, but then you go back like, well, let me take care of business first. Yeah. But then, like you know, you're like in, you're taking a bath or you're taking a shit. You're like, what? You know, <laughs> like, I mean, like, I know there's. Like there's things I want to do, but it's not like is like, that like is the Hellcat getting fucking extra? No, I I think done. I mean, I have I literally have everything I want done to okay. my toys. To be honest, so oh, then it just you, you said now, to the toys. I was gonna say you need a mirror, you need some sa- a sauna. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. sauna, the mirrors, like little shit for the house. That's definitely gonna be nice. So then we, you're we you're gonna do the right thing doors. and just invest your shit. Yeah, a lot of it's like I've invested a good amount already, but it's going to be more like just properties, doubling your investment. Like I want to be able to make money with the money I yes. have. basically. awesome. So when are you heading so, back to New I'm Jersey? Like, I'm like happy you said that because like it's boring what you just told me. 
Like, if you're like, well, I'm going to buy a Lamborghini. But, well, fuck you. You fucking <laughs> yeah, you going to buy a Lamborghini. You know? Well, when does camp start? When do you head back to New Jersey? Um, well, I'm, I'm still training here at home. But next Tuesday, I head back. Oh, well, damn. technically, Monday, I'll head back. But I'll start training Tuesday. Okay. That'll be eight weeks. Dope. And now, are you renting your own place? Or you're in a fighter house when you're in Jersey? Um. I'm renting a place. I was I looked at uh, staying at Catone. He has like a fighter house there. But dude, I did that shit when I first started fighting. I don't really want to be around other people. <laughs> yeah, well, you're yeah. a multi-million dollar man yeah, now. You're, you can. You're a big timer now. You're the million. I mean, it's man. a write-off anyway. So right. like, spend the money and be able to write it off. Yes. It it still sucks. Because you need to write off a lot. Yeah, that's the most. That's I, a, the most I wrote off. I think I somehow magically wrote off like a hundred thousand. For training. Yeah. Like <laughs> gas. Like I traveled here. I bought food here. I bought a lot of gloves. <laughs> a lot of sneakers. Training. Dude, here. sneakers are technically training I, though because hang on, I know that. I was buying sneakers just to like look dope. I'm like, that foot locker, bang. Yep. Right here. Thousands off. of dollars. I'm like, yo, babe, sneakers. you want some sneakers too? Cause I gotta write this <laughs> shit off anyways. It says foot locker. <laughs> they don't fucking know. As long as it shows where it's from and mm-hmm. what you bought, like Nike.com, I I got thousands of shit from yep. Adidas and Nike. Oh, well, it's you, a fitness fucking stud, and then you got your wife who's a bodybuilding champion, right? Or what is she? She's, exactly. she's a champion, right? Fitness model, have, right? Everything we do can basically be a write-off. Yeah. Well, no. It, would she classify as a fitness model? She's a bodybuilder. Uh, it's bodybuilding. Yeah, she does the physique it's, competitions. It's I called believe. bikini, though. It's not. Yeah, like, she's not a bodybuilder, like, though. It's classified as she's a. No, she's a bikini, like a a bikini fitness model, right? No, no, because it's more of like. Uh, I know, I know, bikini is a class. Yeah, in yeah. the body, like I, I guess. All right. Yeah, but she, bodybuilding makes it sound like right. she's a buff chick. I don't really like calling it that, but that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I get, hang on, really hang on, I'm over here arguing with him. He's married to her. I'm like, no, it's not called Listen, bodybuilding. You're an idiot. You don't know no, shit. I, I feel the same way. I don't. I wouldn't call it bodybuilding either. But technically, that's what the they classify it as. Because what's what's the what's the division that she competes in? Like, what's the it's, bi- like, it, it's bikini. Yeah, but what's that's the division? What's the like we meet like I, I oh like I, IFBB Pro. Yeah, what's that stand for? International Federation of Bodybuilding. Yeah. All right. Think. So she's a bodybuilder then. Yeah, I would think. Yep. Yeah. She yeah. te- technically has a bodybuilding pro card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got you. So what's next? December 31st is the date, right? Yes, sir. Tuesday, December 31st. At it's on a Tuesday? Theater. Yeah, at MSG. Pineda, right? Yep. Oh, that poor bastard. Because what's he like? Was, was he the number six? He pulled he off an upset to get there, yeah. The crazy thing is, though, is he didn't have a fight to get into the playoffs. He got a walkover because somebody who was supposed to fight missed weight. Was he the one who was supposed to fight Ramsey? No, that was 55. Oh, 55. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that, I like that, though. They do that in the PFL. They do it like wrestling. If you yep. miss weight, you just get the bye. There's no negotiation to make the fight happen. Until the playoffs, and then the playoffs, they have an alternate way yes. in, and I, ended, I actually ended up fighting the alternate because the eight seed missed weight. Oh, is that what happened to you last fight? I, I know that I thought he got taken out because of an injury, but no, he missed weight. He missed weight, and then uh, Alexander Almeida made weight, so I fought him for a third time, and then and, it's, and then 
beat him in the quarterfinals instead. That's, that's the only thing that's annoying about fighting. I, I've like, I mean, I guess knock on wood, like I've never had to fight somebody twice. Oh, Lance has. Yeah. Dude, I fought Almeida three times. You like, fought him three times, Palmer twice. Did you fight Gilpin twice? Because all those motherfuckers are tough. I fought Gilpin twice. Fought Gilpin I fought twice. Uh, Andre twice. You know, all those motherfuckers are tough. You know, it's like, ah, here we go. Like, this is not, you know. Yeah. That's why I'm excited to fight a fresh guy. Yeah. Almeida's a tough sure. motherfucker, too. Yeah. Yeah, Almeida, he's the hard fight just because of his style. Yeah, he's boys with Loro Almeida. Yeah. He's a Nuva Unyao guy, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he's one of those yeah, Brazilians. Fucking weird flying knees and Runs shit. out those flying knees, yeah. got really good jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Let's run up this uh, the rest of the card with uh, Lance. So, yeah, Lance, are you going to watch UFC 244 this weekend? I might. I'll be in Michigan. We don't really get service up there, but I might watch it on the computer or something. Right. I definitely want to see it. I mean, it's a fucking insane card. I got a couple teammates on that card, too. So earmuffs to anyone from the UFC listener, but Lance, I'm gonna send. I'll send you the link if you need a link. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> so Gregor Gillespie versus Kevin Lee. How do you see that fight going? That's. I mean, Gregor's been so crisp with his like his striking into his takedowns and his ground and pound. He's um, like he's he's very polished, but I think Kevin Lee is going to be his biggest test so far. I agree. I thought you were going to say his kryptonite, but right. biggest test, yeah. I think, I think biggest test. Well, I think, he's, seen... I think he's the biggest name and the and the most well-rounded fighter Gregor has ever seen. That's what I mean, yeah. But I've seen Kevin, I've seen Kevin get tired, and I've seen it multiple times, and that's where Gregor doesn't get tired. Right. Yeah, and I was just going to say, I've seen Kevin almost like shut off, like where it's not yeah. going his way, and he'll just go... All right, you know, yep. and then almost like right. turn it off a little bit. Gregor yeah. is zero to a hundred and gas on the throttle until he until wins. It's over. Yeah, until he wins or doesn't gas because nobody's outlasting him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I see Gregor and I've heard some people say actually they think Gregor's gonna fuck Kevin Lee up on the feet. Because Gregor's sta Gregor's stand up's a little tricky. I think Kevin yeah. Lee's the better striker, but I think Gregor's alive, well, he, live on the feet. Yeah, he'll just keep doing this, where you're like, "Is he gonna shoot or is he gonna punch me?" And then he yeah. throws. And you start like. And then his punches are crisp, Gregor. And if you fucking throw something back, he's shooting on you. So it's like, yeah. fuck. Like he's gonna lead and throw offense, but if you throw something back, he's shooting on you. Because listen, I've sparred with the guy, I don't know, hundred times. Like, I can't plant and throw at him. I have to be feet moving and just like peppering him with Fl this shit. Yeah, flick shit out. Like. Yeah. Where he's just like, but they're not actually hurting him. It's just yeah. like. You're just keeping him off your leg. Right. Basically. And maybe you can land a nice shot. and you got. But as soon as you hit it, you got to fucking dip. I'm going to go Gregor, yeah. TKO, or submission on that one. Nice. I think. I think MSG, I'm going to go a, submission. Gregor, submission. I'm going to say. I'm going to say decision just because. Kevin, Kevin has a funky style on his feet, too. So I'm just interested to see. Obviously, on the ground, I on the ground, Gregor's definitely going to do better than Kevin. But on the feet, I think uh, Kevin will make it a good fight until it goes to the ground. I think the the change of camps too. Like I know Kevin Lee has trained at TriStar in the past, but now he's there. There, like now he did oh, his whole really? he did his whole camp at TriStar. Ooh. Nice. 
So he's going to be like and, a long uh, jab. Who's the the main? Faraz Sahabi. I've worked with Faraz for like 15 minutes one time, and I went, oh. Yeah. Damn. And I know I've seen yep, on social media, sense. Kevin Lee did a lot of work with GSP for this fight. Damn. Not that that's going to help him in the chain wrestling and whatnot, but it's going to help yeah. him with just strategic, long fighting against someone like Gregor. Like, you almost have to, like, when you fight Gregor, you got to be like, nah, this guy has AIDS. I don't want him to touch <laughs> Stay me. Stay as far yeah. as possible. I don't want him to touch me. Yeah, but Gregor has one of the best double legs from the. It's like him and, was it Poeta? Poeta, yeah. Poeta could shoot a double from like 10 yards away, but there's nothing <laughs> yeah. you could do about it. It was like. In yeah. MMA, like when I interviewed Gregor at the Barclays in January, and he mentioned to me, he's the best collegiate wrestler in MMA. The only one with better credentials is Askren, and it's a totally mm -hmm. different style. Yeah, freestyle. Like Askren didn't well, have that amazing yeah. double leg. Well, Cormier is an international. And even you could say, Yoel, got, they, they wrestled in the Olympics, got the silver medal. Well, then the... Cejudo's the... And it went, he didn't wrestle in collegiate college. Yeah, and I right? know that. Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, so Gregor's got the best double leg probably in MMA right now. I would agree. I'm not really much of a double leg guy. Yeah. I shoot. I mean, I shoot double legs in fights, but... Yeah, but he's got a really good blast double. Like, just that's, how, that's his, like, takedown. Yeah. Like... Cause you know, like there, there, there are guys maybe you wrestled against or whatever that had like this move, like you knew they were gonna hit it on you. Yep. And like you were prepared for it, and you like, but like still hit it on you, and you're like, fuck. Well, like, like that's happened I with me and Gregor. Burrows. I wrestled Burroughs twice at the same tournament in college, and the match that I beat him was in overtime, and the match that I lost was in double overtime, and both matches. I kept one hand on the mat the entire match. Right. Just because it doesn't matter how far away he shoots, his right. arms are going to get to your legs, and you got to be able to defend it from there. So, like, I had to prepare for that. Like, that was that was the only guy that I was really like, damn, this guy's going to get to my legs. I have to change up my entire stance. Oh, damn. So Stan, Stan didn't, like, watch wrestling like I did, and, like, I wrestled the same thing. Like, Lance had the best physique out of anybody in the national <laughs> fucking NCAA at that time. And, like, a fucking dope tan the match. Oh, my I God. I did have yeah. a good tan during national. No hair on this guy's body. Great tan. <laughs> completely shredded. Where I'm like, dude, this guy is on drugs. I don't know what they're doing over there. It's probably Dude, good. I got tested once a month at least. In college, but it was after I got a DUI. And then, <laughs> and he's started... got the best chest. He's Dude, got I great got quads. And they started testing me in the Big Ten and NCAA. I was like, what the fuck is this all about? Lats for days. This guy's getting DUIs. Bro, I didn't know Lance Palmer had a win over Jordan Burroughs, too. Yeah. That's like a short list right there. Yeah. That was our sophomore year, or my sophomore year, at least. Yeah. like Because right, how... he's a year younger than us, right? Yeah, because he ended up redshirting a year. He redshirted a year. Or two like years broke, younger. He, like, broke his jaw or something the following year at uh, at the Vegas tournament. It was, like, his first match of the season, and he broke his jaw, and then he ended up redshirting. Yeah. I remember one time asking Gregor when he first came to Lima, like, why don't you keep wrestling? And he looked at me with, like, a, a side eye and was like, I can't beat Jordan Burroughs. Because he was getting ready to try and take a run at the Olympics. Yeah. I think what oh, was yeah. that, 2000? 
12? Yeah. 12, probably. Yeah. This was 2011, but he was going for the 2012 right. Olympics. Yeah, yeah. And he, like he, said, he had I, beaten Schlater at, like, the, the NIAC, whatever, and was just yeah. like, Couldn't I beat just Burrows. can't beat him. Can't beat Burroughs. So he was like, I'm going to try this I'm going to do MMA. Burroughs has it down, dude. Like, even though he's he's lost some matches at Worlds and stuff like that, like, he has his system of whatever he's doing, like, training-wise and preparation is just, like, He's already, like, he's the best wrestler at his weight in the world. And now he's just, like, figured out how to maintain that for a long period of time, which is insane to me. But he just took bronze, which, I mean, I don't think – that doesn't say he's not the best in the world, but, like – Yeah. Not a shitty day. Now, the thing is, so when when Lance first came on, we spoke about, like, man, I don't know if I could be competing at that level for that long, having already done it since I was fucking – 12 yeah for you what six four nine nine like (laughs) so like you spoke about his system like what's he doing in his goddamn brain to like yep let's just keep figuring it out i guess i think i think he didn't really come on like obviously he won a state title in high school in jersey or maybe two i think it was one though Right. But I feel like he really didn't get in his groove until college, and that's where like, like his sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like he won two national titles. Like I feel like once he got to his weight class, like he was at one fifty seven. Maybe got some man like, strength or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, like I feel like he just got in his groove and found his style. Like that fucking found... like all the way as low as gravity could take you. Fucking double leg. Yep. Followed by another really, one off of that. <laughs> he really didn't have that until his right. sophomore year of college. Right. And I think that's where it I didn't even, like, believe off. in it then, either. Like, yes, yeah. it worked a lot. It was like his junior and shooting year was like, nope, doing this to you. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. He's got a freaky double leg. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll end this up quick. We're going with Gregor for that first one. Derek okay. Lewis versus Blagoy Ivanovev. Ivanov. I just like mm. I just like Derek's sweaty balls. <laughs> yeah. His balls are always hot. And he's I, one of those guys. He, yeah, yeah. But he's one of those guys. He can go in the third round. He can still knock you out in the third round. Apparently. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, he was getting his ass whooped. By Volkov. And then fucking. I'm going to go Blagoy on this one. I feel I'm like, going with Lewis. I feel like Lewis hasn't fought in a minute. Yeah, but I feel like that never matters. He took a short notice fight that one time and ended up knocking the dude out. Yeah. He was exhausted, and he still knocked the guy out. I think Bulgoy is underrated. Let me see, actually. Oh, real quick. Our boy Greg Hardy's fighting somebody that I the don't guy, like the guy, at all. The guy who Derek Lewis knocked out. Yeah, I just don't like that fight for Greg Hardy. No. Oh, my God. It's a horrible fight for Greg Hardy. Wait. Can we just talk about the fucking inhaler real quick? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Or did you guys already talk about that? We haven't. We didn't really. We had a stripper on last week, so that's why we didn't talk about <laughs> what we were supposed to talk about. But what? How what? do you – I don't – I just don't understand, like, if you're a fucking coach or even a commissioner, like, how do you just say, yeah, go ahead, man. I've never seen an inhaler in my life, but you're good to go. I mean, it's USADA approved. In my like, head. In, in my round, head. In my head, it might have been like, we know this can get shut down. Let's just throw shit the wall, see if it sticks. And somebody was like, yeah, sure. I, like, I okay, the guy, say no more. The guy who said yes was like the least experienced 
person with the athletic commission. So he he's was probably like, like, oh, you have a, he's probably yeah. like, you have a medical thing for it? That's oh, what he yeah, said. No, okay. That's what he said. You're good. Well, yeah. no, not even. Like, Bro, and of all people, Dean Thomas is who handed him the inhaler. Well, and I'm then, sure. Like, yeah. And then Greg Hardy said, yeah, it's medical. It's USADA approved. And then the the official was just like, all right, go ahead. And then after I don't the think fact, that's something you like ask in the middle of a fight anyway. So now where the inhaler. Hey, this happened in the middle of fight? I thought it happened. Third round. Second, no, no, no. I know. Second going I to the third. I know he took it in the fight. I thought he asked prior to the fight if he can take <laughs> no, it. No. He asked in between rounds, and he's like, hey, can I use this? And what happened like, while oh. they're in the corner. Where Greg Hardy had in his head that I can use it is he put on his pre-fight medicals, I take an inhaler. There was no discussion of can I use it, it during the fight. Oh, I thought, like, you know we have physicals for our fights? Yep. I thought, like, hey, I use an inhaler. I might use it between rounds. Is that okay? And they're like, oh, yeah. No. Thanks. Oh, no. I didn't know. Like, <gasps> like, hey, I think I need help. Can I take this right now in between rounds? And they're like, oh yeah, go ahead. And then exactly, that's what I'm oh. saying. Oh. Like, and then you know, Randy yeah. Brown. Randy Brown put a post out, welterweight in the UFC, and he said, "I have asthma too. What I do is I take a puff before I walk out, and then that's it. I'll take a puff after the fight. I know I can't take it in between rounds. Oh. Yeah, because I mean, it's approved, but you can't do it during." It's, I don't think it would help during anyways. Does, isn't it like a 30-minute thing or something? I think it— I've never used an I inhaler think, I don't, for that I don't. Anyway. I think it's almost a placebo effect type deal with the inhaler. But you can't breathe, and then you feel like once you take it, it's almost— It's steroids in your lungs. So yeah. You almost like perk up. But I feel like—and now I get it. He shouldn't have taken the inhaler, but almost that shouldn't be a no contest. That should be the athletic commission fucked up type deal. I, I think, think so too, because yeah. I don't think it changed the fight. Yeah, it wasn't right. changing much. Right. He he was dead tired anyways, even after he took the inhaler. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird situation, but I think um now, same as like the Vaseline on touch me. the Vaseline on GSP's <laughs> back and whatnot. Once you go through that first time it happens, then you make the protocol right. and the rules right, of it. Right, right, right. Like but at the same time I'm sure Dana and Usada and shit, they never thought somebody'd use an inhaler during the fight. Well, that's probably why they were all thrown off because they're like, what the fuck? We've never even heard of this before. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody was thrown off. I mean, it was a weird thing, but I think Volkov's tough. I think he'll beat Hardy. Yeah, unless Hardy goes back to just, like, me and Menace were talking about that fight. Hardy almost got, like, too polished to where he's not swinging wild the way he used to. If he goes where back he, to... I think me and Stan think he had more heat on his wildness than he does, like, his, like, nice, sharp... Yeah. yeah, down the middle. That was, it was more like pop shots and moving around right. instead of trying to kill him. Right. Yeah, he's got to try to he's kill gotta him. Mix, he's got to mix back in his wildness a little bit. Yeah, for sure. If he wants to fucking start, like, you know, putting but, motherfuckers uh, to sleep. But, yeah, that shit In was, the cage. Yeah. And even that, he was insulted when he got that little Australian guy. He wanted Derek Lewis or, like, a top five guy. So he wants this smoke. And now he's yeah. got. Volka, Volkov, or whatever his name is, who's, I believe, yeah. top 10, top 15. Yeah. That dude's a beast, so yeah. we'll see. That guy's bad news bears. He was going to fight Junior Dos Santos, but Junior Dos Santos got really bad staff. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, last minute, right? Like, like last the, week. Yeah, like in the hospital. Yeah. Apparently, he was in the hospital for, like, two weeks getting his leg drained. Like some oh, fucked and they up just couldn't shit. get rid of it. Yeah. So, Damn. but Thanks. I'm I'm gonna go Blagoy. You're going Derek Lewis, Lance. Who are you going with? Same. Derek Lewis. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Derek Lewis. I thought we were on the Greg Hardy fight. Well, no, Greg Hardy's a couple weeks away. He's not at this car. We're talking oh, 244. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Jumped around. And now <laughs> the feature fight, if you will, Steven Thompson versus Vicente Luque. That's that's a crazy fight, too. Thompson's a hard fight for anybody, though. Yeah, yeah. like I want to root for Vicente, but I feel like Thompson's just going to outpoint him. Yeah, I mean, he's so hard to fight. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, when we when I watched um, – Woodley and Thompson, oh, okay. both fights. I was just like, you can't really get excited because it was just such a weird matchup. Both yeah. times. Boring. So I don't from, know. I yeah. Mean, I like I mean, Thompson in that fight. He's fun to watch. But I've met both guys. I like both guys. I, yeah, I think if I have to put money on it, I'm going Stevenson. If Luke Steven. wants to win this fight, you know how he wins it? With a calf kick. He works the legs, yeah, but he's so uh, Thompson's so good at like keeping you away in and out with that fucking but kick, like, and he's got good foot. Movement. So now I thought Thompson was beating Pettis before he got knocked out, but that was the most effective weapon that Pettis was landing was the calf kick, and yeah, the low kick. Yeah. Even when he fought Woodley, like he was stalking Woodley the whole time, and Woodley was backing up. Those are the most effective things Woodley landed was the calf kick. Yeah, like that's almost the answer to like a Taekwondo. Style. Well, I, that's I, the I remember, closest thing you could get to him, really. Yeah. Well, I remember fighting uh, Jeremy Stevens, and he was calf kicking me, and like it took a lot of my spring out of my fucking step. And oh, that, that shit sucks. Yeah, and I remember doing that. The fucking are, are you calf kicking people, Lance? Not really, because open stance is so weird. It's a hard angle to calf kick unless you're throwing like an outside calf kick. It seems like, like that's what's dominating the sport right now oh. is those calf kicks. I know, but being a southpaw going against mostly righties, it, it doesn't line up the same oh, as right. righty on righty. Well, I think is Luca is a southpaw or right-handed? We don't know. I think he's southpaw. I think he's a southpaw, so he may have the angle here. Yeah, both southpaws, right? But I think yeah, we're all going. We're all going Thompson, but I'm gonna root for yeah. Luca. Kelvin Gastelum versus Darren Till. I like Gastelum. Sames. Oof. Is I it, think I don't think Till's going to be the same, to be honest. Moving up, I don't. I mean, just after his last few fights, I just don't think he's going to be the same guy. So everybody, like a lot of guys, think it's the answer to move up and wait. Like I don't think that changes anything in your fighting. All you do is cut less weight. I feel like sometimes moving up, you're less disciplined during camp because you don't have to be for the weight cut. I don't know. I I I could be wrong, but I just don't think Till's going to be the same regardless of what weight class. Yeah, I'm going to go Gastelum as well, but I think Till, uh, the last one obviously got turned off, so that's always a tough fight to come back from. But yeah. um, I feel like he's going from cutting like 40, 45 pounds to cutting thirty pounds, so that could be a little bit better. I think for he's going to be a big motherfucker still. He's oh, gonna... he's going to be huge for sure. Yeah. I just think Gastelum just puts too much heat on guys. Right. Well, I feel like Gaslam gives zero. Like, I mean, he puts a lot of heat. Giving zero fucks. Like, nah, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I'm just going to fucking just throw this over here. Bang. And Gaslam's almost like the modern day Vandalay Silva, if you will. Because his coach is that old shootbox coach. Yeah. Yeah. Rafael Cordero. Yeah. So he's training to just throw fucking heavy shit. But they're both southpaws, so that'll be an interesting matchup to see who who lands the punches better being close. And... Even though he hasn't in a minute, like if he has to wrestle, the motherfucker can wrestle. He's an Arizona State champ. Kelvin. Yeah. 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 
Kelvin's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Kelvin's a beast, man. He can fight anywhere. Like, he won so. the Ultimate Fighter off of wrestling. Yes. Yeah. And now, you guys would know better than I would. Arizona's a good wrestling state, right? Nah. Not really? <laughs> not in high school. I yeah. mean, Arizona State is yeah, really a good, good team, but not not as a whole. Yeah. And All then right. they had, like, a good, like, uh, freestyle team. I just know Henry there. comes there. Yeah. Henry comes from there. Right. So And, and yeah. Dominic Cruz. Yeah. Two solid wrestlers. And now Kelvin. All right, so we're all going Kelvin on that one. Yep. So now the BMF title fight, Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. Who you got, Lance? I'm going to go with Diaz. Wow. Um, Just because I feel like Masvidal has more power in his punches, I think, but Diaz just knows how to keep guys – like he knows how to keep you out of your rhythm with that jab. His okay. jab and his hook all the time. Yeah. Um, Masvidal uses kicks better than Diaz does. But I think, obviously, I think Diaz is way better on the ground if it gets there. So, I think Diaz. Okay. I think, again, I think Diaz is well more well-rounded. I see where are coming from there. I think Jorge is the better athlete. I agree with that for sure. I think if, I think he's stronger. I think he's faster. I think he's He throws more power, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And yet, um, Diaz has the better timing. On the feet, so like when you yeah, go to hit, when you go to hit Diaz, he just throws his arm out and connects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looked really sharp against Pettis. He looked sharper than I thought he would, to be honest. And I don't care who the guy is on the other side. The Diaz brothers are more than likely going to have better cardio than you. So Nate's got better. Nate's got the cardio advantage, even though Masvidal. Nate will have the better cardio, I believe, no yeah. matter who fights. <laughs> Where are you going, Stan? I'm gonna go. I think this is gonna be a five round fight. I think Masvidal wins one, two, and three, and I think Nate wins four and five. I'm going. I'm going Jorge. Yeah, I'm. Nice. Lean, I'm I don't want to pick, but I'm leaning towards. Hey, I'm going Jorge knockout. Really? Yeah, in yeah. two. TKO or something, knockout, something like that. I don't think you can. Sleep, I don't think you can sleep a Diaz brother. I don't know. Like, I didn't think he was gonna beat fucking Ben. I didn't think he was gonna fucking knock out the dude before that either. <laughs> yeah. He is on a tear, that's for sure. Like but I think, I think, I think his different. give a fuck meter is totally demolished. Well, the thing is, too, with both of these guys, the style to beat these both of these guys is to wrestle, grind them out, and beat them by decision. Right. And now neither one of them are going to do that to the other guy. Like Gregory beats both these guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but by decision takes them down. Oh yeah and... yeah yeah yeah. Ah! I think he'd submit. He would submit Jorge. I don't know. Jorge's a fucking OG, man. He's been doing this for a long time. At 55, he submits Jorge. I don't know. The best part is that he just, like, he used to street fight with Kimbo. That's oh, the best That's part amazing. Yeah, and he's an OG. He's like a, I'm pretty sure he's a black belt or brown belt under Laborio, who's. He's what? legit, dude. Like, yeah. people don't give him enough. I mean, he's getting the respect now, but I think, uh, I think it'll be an awesome fight either way. All right, so you're going it's Diaz. I've always been a Diaz fan, and I trained with them a lot back in the day. So, I've always go. been the hugest Diaz fan. I'm a huge Masvidal fan, so it sucks to even pick on this fight. But, but that's why this fight's so great because it doesn't really matter. You just you get to enjoy it regardless. For sure. Yeah, and like you said, Masvidal's just now getting his respect. I've always been a big Masvidal fan. One of my yep. favorite things ever is when he knocked out an, another friend of the show, Eves Edwards, and he like. 
broke his ankle or sprained his ankle when he knocked Eve Edwards out. So he landed a head kick and then he laid down like this and started waving. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember that fight. And then his corner was like, get up. And he was like, nah, I broke my foot. I broke my foot. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He landed the head kick and didn't even. That's clever, I think he though. maybe followed up at one or two. Then the referee pushed him off and he just laid down like a fucking, like a, what is that? Like a porn star, a debutante, like, you know, just laid down yeah. like in a pose. That's like Nick Diaz did. Like Nick did against Anderson Silva. Yeah, he laid yeah. down like reading a book. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Masvidal. Masvidal. Okay. Yep. Diaz. Diaz. All right. And that concludes our picks for 244. So what's going on with you, Lance? Back to camp in a week. I'll take a leak real quick. All right. Well, here. Yep. Let's send off Lance real quick. All right. All right Lance. You do, you do highlights in your hair, right? Uh, no, I dyed my whole head, and it's just coming out. Yeah, it looks amazing. Continue. Yeah, you're killing the game, Lance. <laughs> All right, Lance, we want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time, doing some picks with us for UFC 244. Yep, and seeing your gym. Yep, and showing us your gym. We'll get you back on closer to the fight. We'll talk a little bit about, what I don't know what number, PFL, but the next million dollars you're about to win. Yep. I think it's going to be 11. PFL 11. I, I think... Maybe they just call it the Season 2 Championships. I have no yeah. clue. Ooh, that's what we'll go with. We're going to talk to you again before the Season 2 Championships. And Sounds that's good. It. Thank yep. you for joining us, Lance. Dude, Dennis. Yes. Hit me up, dude. If you want to come down and train, or I'll come up there and train sometime during camp. I'm not like far it. away. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, we talked about it last episode. We need to come to Catone's and do an yeah. e a live episode of Menace in the Man. That would be cool. Yep. You can get Frankie and Corey Anderson and a couple other guys on there. Yeah, corner them. Yeah, we just had on Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, but then yeah had to Eddie's out. the man. Eddie is yeah. super dope. Hell yeah. All right, Lance, we'll be in touch. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Peace, <laughs> Thank <bro>. you. <laughs> Later. Ah, such a good egg. Oh, yeah, he's a good dude. I got P real bad. Can we just end yep. this right now? Episode 53. Yep. Well, see you later. This is a Halloween episode. All right. I'm going to.